Hello, investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our scenario comes to us from one of our favorite sites, Reckoning of the Dead. I've titled this scenario, The Central Tree, for the purposes of keeping the plot a secret. Its actual name can be seen in the credits at the end of our show. It was written by Matt Ryan and Noah Lloyd. This is a one-shot, so this is the only episode. And so, let's begin uh, our journey into the darkness. The weather was gloomy. The sky was overcast. There was a good deal of dirty black snow lurking in the shady places, despite it being early spring. The date is April 6th, 1926, and spring break is almost over. A handful of faculty members from the Miskatonic Biology Department have been called to a meeting with the head of the department, Dr. Homer Winside. His office is large and comfortable, and his back wall is lined with shelving seven layers high, displaying all sorts of specimens preserved in formaldehyde, including a full-grown human heart. Gentlemen, gentlemen, I'm glad you're here. How is your vacation? Have you enjoyed yourselves? It's been fun. It's oh, been my fun. Hey, all my all my family is harassing me to spend time back in Boston, but that's how it is. Mm. Had a very very wonderful time, relaxing and uh, uh, enjoying my garden while everyone was out and about. I stood home and enjoyed myself. <clears throat> ah, so couldn't give up the plants for your uh, for your vacation? Of course not. It's my life. Well, it's kind it's of the been... reason why I called. Um. I have an old buddy. Uh, he's actually the mayor of a centrally located town uh, in Massachusetts called Rutland. Um, he called me uh, yesterday. Uh, seems that Rutland, uh, there is a tree uh, in Rutland that is the geographical center of the state. And little Rutland, Rutland's mostly a farming community. Um, uh-huh. They don't really have any kind of claim to fame other than that they have a big tree that happens to be in the very geological center, geographical center of the state. He says something's wrong with it. That uh, it's, it's, it seems to be ill and uh, they would very much not want to lose it. Uh, it's about 150 years old. It's an American elm. Oh, okay. Yes, I understand. And uh, anyways, I thought uh, you guys could drive out there if you're not too busy and take a look at the tree and see if you can figure out what what's wrong with it. And hopefully we can save the tree. Uh, Rutland is about 65 miles from here. It should probably take you about an hour and a half or two hours to get there. Uh, with the roads being the way they are, you got to be careful of uh, still a lingering snow, and you're going to be of out. In, you're going to be out in farm country, so you know the roads aren't quite as well. 
Right, of course. Well, that's that's basically all you need. If you need anything, it's still early uh, in the morning today. You can go today or you can go tomorrow. Uh, they'll be expecting you. Is there anything about this tree? I mean, it's 150 years old. Mm -hmm. Can it just simply be getting old? Is Sounds like it's got termites or something in it. Well, I think that, uh, well, our botanist uh, could probably tell you that you know, elm trees can live to be a thousand years old. So Yes, definitely long-lived trees. And, and, and of course, one as old it is nowadays, it definitely, especially for a tourist attraction, I don't understand why they'd be worried about the health of it. <clears throat> I doubt anybody takes the time to go out of their way to see this tree in the middle of Rutland, but... It's the only claim to fame they have. Well, I will go out to it, sir. It's not like I've got anything else going on. Um, besides, give me an excuse not to go back to Boston and deal with my my mom and sisters and brothers. Dad well, would be happy. <laughs> well, classes don't start until next week anyway, so. Yes, we could definitely take time out before classes. All right, definitely. cool. Well, that's all I have for you. I, I can give you the address and everything and where to go. You can talk to the, uh, there's, they've got a sheriff, I think. Um, the, the mayor, uh, uh, Don Merrick, my friend. Uh, we went to, um, we, we didn't go to college together. I went to Miskatonic. He went to Clark. Is, uh, the, um, is there any, uh, I know it's still relatively new technology, but are there any phone lines out in this area? Oh, that's a good question. It's kind of rural, so I'm not sure if they've got phones out there yet. Hmm. Um, if they do, they still yeah, have any of the old? They still have the old telegraph systems, right? Anyway. Honestly, I don't have any idea what they've got out there. I'm sure they've got something mail. I mean, it's only uh, an hour and a half away. Uh, yeah, it's not too far. We should be able to. Just I mean, you're you're actually much closer to Worcester than uh, or Auburn. Okay, well, um, we'll pack some stuff up and we'll go check it out, sir. Um, All right, most definitely. Okay, um, after we get out of the office, uh, doctors, uh, what what is your opinion on this? What do you think we should be bringing? You're the Martin. You're the botanist. Uh, well, uh, I um, I definitely have a little kit of things that I could bring with me to look over what we, you know, uh, might need to look at over there. But I also feel like uh, because we didn't get too much information in terms of details, and I wouldn't expect them to have it right now. It's the people in town that are going to know what's exactly wrong. And we'll know what we're dealing with once we're on a first-hand basis and actually seeing what we're looking at. Um, should probably bring a telescope, my uh, microscope, and a couple of slides just in case. All right. Um... I'll go, he said, well, unless it's something that has anything to do with microbiology. There's always a just, chance. It could always be well, some sort of new bug that's affecting the plants, or it could even be a, a beetle and type of uh, invasive species. We don't know what the issue is. It sounds to could it. be anything. Mm. All right, well, I'll bring all my kit and stuff. Um, we'll go look. Um, who, I, I just, uh, does the, uh, let me ask this, does the um, university have a vehicle, or are we using a personal vehicle? You'd probably use your personal vehicles. All right, well, um, all right, well, we'll use, 
Yeah, I should have a. I should. I'd assume I'd have a vehicle that we'd be able to take up there. Okay. Uh, All right. Well, let's three people, no problem. Well, let's right. let's plan to pack for at least a couple of days. Go get a yeah, laser when, cat, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Just some. Right. I'm sure there's a place to stay out there, so we'll probably just need to just get some things to keep us going. I think I'll bring my. I think I'll bring my. Uh, Gotta bring my shotguns. Maybe we can do some skeet afterwards up there. Do a little hunt. Do a little hunting in the spring. Get go after some ducks afterwards. That uh, okay, that sounds like fun. Well, I probably would just explore the local flora and see what they got. Well, all right. Well, to be honest, your garden is ridiculous anyway. But you know, in a good way. This is just being real, laddie. He says you take your thing way too seriously. <laughs> okay. Well, all right. Well, well, I'll go back to my. Um, I'll go back to my office, pack up uh, all of my gear I think I need, you know, stuff for microbiology, uh, portable um, portable microscope, that sort of thing, some slides. Sample kits, uh, some chemicals, mm, things yeah, like that. You know, a little portable kit like for gram staining in case I, it's some kind of a parasite, you know, you figure out what it is. Exactly. Um, yeah. Um, you know, a little portable Bunsen burner couple of days worth of clothes, warm clothing, galoshers, bring my shotgun, Zwimmy in case we get to do some duck hunting or something while we're out there. That'd be nice. Sounds good then. You know? Yeah. All right. Yeah, so we, when I get back. we can meet back in a couple of hours and then uh, we can go from there. Yeah. Um, so roughly what time are we starting at right now? We'll say that it's uh, that he called you in the office about nine in the morning. So. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, we we'll probably around, leave around noon. Um, yeah, around noon, noon, noon. time. Grab, give us a couple hours. To get, yeah, exactly. You might want to think about because the because it's well New England and uh, it's what it is. We might want to think about staying the night there, maybe. You know, yeah, I, some stuff. Uh, I would assume. If it, anything, we'll go to Worcestershire. You know, yeah, Worcestershire. Yeah, sounds good. Are we all in agreement? Yeah. All righty, let's make our way. We'll, we'll, we'll separate for a moment, grab our stuff, and meet back here in about by noon. Uh, okay. <clears throat> so we'll say around noontime, you all get back together. Uh, you've packed some food, some lunch for the trip. Uh, you've uh, you've got your equipment, whatever you need, um, and uh, you're off. Um, from uh, from Miskatonic. Uh, as you drive through, uh, uh, sorry, if you drive as you drive through Arkham, uh, the streets are all cleared. They've uh, they've been sweeping the the, the roads. Um, but when you get outside of Arkham, you start on some narrow highways uh, that wind in and out through groves of forests, and you know every every once in a while they'll go through a little town. Um, uh, end up going through like uh, Concord and Acton and so forth as you go. Um, it's it's a little I would say it's a little claustrophobic, but only to somebody from the outside. Anybody who's lived in New England knows that all you can see is the trees on either side of the, the road like this. Well, a lot of a lot of New England is like that. It's yeah. kind of a leftover from the Revolutionary War, even. It can you know, be very encroaching over your your view. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, There's lots of water. You'll see a lake. You'll see a river. You'll see uh, mounds of uh, trees. 
Um, uh, but all in all, it's fairly pleasant. So eventually, uh, Quite a beautiful sight. You, you come to a point where you know that um, uh, to the left, if you go to the left, you're going to end up in Worcester. And if you go to the right, you're going to end up in Rutland eventually. Uh -huh. um, so you head into Rutland, and I think it's in, it becomes rather rural. Uh, the quality of the road deteriorates. Um, there are ruts in the road from people driving, so the roads are kind of you know, shaped like that. And I mean, this way, <laughs> with your your tires stay in the ruts on the on the on the road. That's not necessarily a bad thing. No, <laughs> And there's um, there's a lot of the green is now pushing its way up out of the snow. Um, it's uh, it's chilly, uh, and it's it's fairly gloomy. Uh, but eventually, after you've traveled for about an hour and 45 minutes or so, uh, you pull into this uh, little village uh, of Rutland, and um, there's everything that you would expect. There's a, a small uh, inn, hotel, there's a, a, a little restaurant, there's a, a school, there's a sheriff's office, you know, the usual stuff. There's a church, there's and so forth. Um, but surprisingly, there's not that many people around this time of day. Um, mm -hmm. There are a few people, a few businesses are open. But as you uh, sort of pull through town around a corner, you notice that there's a field with a rather large uh, American elm tree and there are quite a few people standing around it. That must be our place, gentlemen. Uh, I, let's move forward and uh, see what, uh, what our hubbub is. Yes, uh, let's do it. As you pull up, you do notice that one of the cars is the sheriff's car. Um, <sighs> So as you get out of your car and you start to walk towards the tree, uh, you notice that there are quite a few people. Um, most of them are standing back with their arms folded. Um, uh, some of them are chit-chatting. Some of them are wandering around. Um, and uh, the sheriff, you can see him up towards the, the near the tree, uh, but he's not like doing crowd control or anything. He's just sort of looking up at the tree and uh, not paying that close attention to everybody. Uh, but you can all do spot hiddens as you're coming up. Hold on a second, Jan. I grab my dice. 80 degree versus 65. 24 out of 60. Somebody dropped his dice. <laughs> <laughs> How many times have I dropped my dice? <laughs> wait for him to get back. <laughs> I spilled a whole cup of dice over the other day and they went all over the place. I haven't found them. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Okay. Had to grab my dice bag. I left it where I put my coffee. <laughs> yeah, I hate when that happens. I love, but I love that sound. <laughs> uh, you know, I always tell people it never gets old when I don't have it come out. It's just like, 
You know it's about to be on like Donkey Kong. First time you roll them out. All right. Okay. Um, you got a 59 on that one. Okay. Out of? Yeah. Is that a pass? Yeah, yeah. 59 out of 60. It's just barely like, oh, oh barely thank God. <laughs> I'm yeah. a down failure. So as you're walking towards the tree, um, those of you who passed, um, you notice that there's like a little fence around it. Um, sort of maybe to make sure that nobody screws with the tree. Um, and that there's a little plaque on it that you're guessing as you approach probably says the central tree. Mm -hmm. uh, you know. But there is a woman who has climbed over this fence and she's standing next to the tree and she looks like she's sort of petting it. You know stroking it like you would stroke an injured animal. All right, so you're walking up. Yeah, okay. You know, he's, um... The, uh... Oop, did I come out digital? Uh, I try to call attention to the sheriff. Just be like, hey, sheriff, hello? Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you those folks from uh, the university? Yes, we are. Dr. Martin Fenner, how can I help you? <clears throat> well, there's... There, there she is. I can see a very amazing specimen. What seems to be the problem? Well, um, I don't know if we knew what the problem <laughs> was. Uh, you'll have to take a closer look. Oh, by the way, I do have a, this is what an American dog looks like. Oh, yes, yes definitely. Oh. Wow. A GM, is it just, is there bark on the tree missing or something? Something that might look like uh, it's, it has some kind of a disease? Something well, must have raised a red flag to you guys. When you, when you go up to it, and you'll have to sort of climb over the little fence too. Okay. To take a good uh -huh. look. I'll do that, no problem. There does yeah, seem to be over. some problems. Um, there are some places, there's some cracks in the bark where it almost look, it looks like you would expect to see maybe sap mm. that has, has squeezed itself out. But the sap is an odd color. It's almost, uh, it's almost a purpley red color, Ooh. which well, is not what you'd concerning. expect from, yeah, it's not what you'd expect. And it's very hard and sticky. Mm. You also begin to notice that there are uh, nodules, um, uh, lumps, round lumps on the tree, maybe the size of a silver dollar or so. Like some odd growths or something. Well, uh, do uh, your botany roll. Botany! Let's see. 67 versus 71. Regular success. Okay. You're aware that there are certain insects like gall wasps that can sting trees, usually oak trees though. And uh, the, uh, what they do is they're actually putting their, their larva underneath the bark. And the result is, is that the, the tree gets this big blister uh. right where that is. However, that takes months and months to develop. In this case, it seems to have appeared on the tree. I mean, 
maybe they're old, but they don't look old. It's it's the tree trying to protect itself or 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 you know regrow something that's been damaged, but it shouldn't happen fast. It takes literally seasons right, right. to happen. Um, so this is this larva that uh, the, the, that the tree would be. It, normally, this happens in oaks. Be stung by it. It's it takes years for it. it's like a cicada almost. Right. So right. we're looking at it's. You notice, you notice that the woman is is rubbing her hands on those as she mm. as she's feeling the trunk, stroking it almost sensually. I I, I walk up uh, calmly and I just like up. Uh, so, Missy, you feel, what do you think of that? <clears throat> the tree is in pain, she says, in this sort of dreamy sort of voice. Yes, I, I, I would have no doubt it. I'm looking it over and it's like, yeah, that's, it can't be pleasant for the tree, I'm sure. Poor tree. Do you know Not how long it's been tree. like this? <clears throat> Not long. Not long. I would think something like this would take a few months to, to develop this. If it hasn't been long, then that's concerning and very accelerated. Uh, the sheriff behind you says, no, no, no. The, the tree looked just fine three days ago. Wow. Three days. Three days. And, and they're already like pretty decent sized growths. Yeah. Yeah. Sheriff wow. says, uh, uh, by the way, my name is uh, uh, Sheriff Pete Pinchant. Hi, you Pete. If you don't know. Doctor, uh, Doctor McDougal. Um, hey, he, McDougal kind of looks around the the, the people and the, he, he kind of looks down, check the kind of looks at the grass and looks at the area. Is there a lot of snow on this ground here? I mean, I know it's been compacted some, but is the field like mostly green starting to stick through? Yeah, it's it still... mostly it's mostly melted. The only places where there's still a lot of snow is where the snow plows have pushed the snow into big piles or where there's drift. Ah, so this, it hasn't melted because it's been an ice block, yeah. Right. In this case, it's it's fairly well melted. You can see the grass and, uh, you know, poking its way up through, and the, and the dead grass that was underneath that. Um, uh, but do a spot hidden, Dr. Uh, Dr. McDougall. Okay. Uh, ooh, 16. Okay. So as you are looking around, uh, assessing the, the ground around under the tree, um, you suddenly take notice that there are a couple of the other people in the crowd doing the same thing. Looking around? Yeah. Well, I could, I, this is, I'm just sitting here like, they, they look like more than just people out here docking. It's a small town. I can imagine people docking, but these people look more intent? Well, they seem to just sort of be wandering about. I mean, there are other, there are other people who are sitting there in groups, and they're talking, and uh, now the, the subject has turned to you guys coming out, obviously. Yeah. Who are these people? Oh. I mean, they come from the university that helps out the tree and so forth. Oh. But these two or three people you notice walking around, they're... Um, you get the distinct impression that they're looking for something and they're not talking to the other people as they're doing this. You know, and they don't seem to be looking at the tree. They seem to be looking at the ground. Like they lost what? their, like they lost their contact lenses or something. 
Well, I would well, say, yeah. Take a look. Take a look. I'm gonna actually take my kid out and start taking samples of the tree for the sap okay. and and uh, if I can the uh, the little growths. But I'm mm -hmm. like, uh, Frank, why don't you check out the grounds around it? Maybe there's something in there that they're looking at. Yeah, I'm gonna look at the ground, see how the roots are doing. If I can see the roots in the snow. I'll mm -hmm. talk to the people right now. You know, kind of. Uh, kind of the closest one, kind of like, hey, what exactly are you looking for, Mac? You know, kind of try and get some information from, you know, him or her. All right. Uh, you walk up to one of the people, let's say it's a gentleman walking around, uh, maybe a farmer. He's walking around and looking. Um, his response to you is, mm, I don't know. Just, just looking. Just looking. You don't even know what you're looking for. Nope. I go, um, the trees. Has there ever done this before? No, never. It's always, um, I go, I'm sorry, I'm an outsider, but, uh, how long has the tree been here? I mean, I've heard something like 150 years. That puts it. Not 150 years. That puts it like Revolutionary War period almost. Oh, yeah. Easily. Uh, was it was it planted by somebody? Why? I, I mean, I'm just curious because I look around here like this is cool. Oh, I imagine somebody planted it. Oh. And he gets distracted and starts walking off, looking looking at the ground still. Mm. Uh, Doctor Finner, uh, you start to notice that the the places where the sap has sort of you know oozed out. Uh, it's it's more like it's dribbled down, mm -hmm. um, and that when you take samples from, let's say, like the in between spots, right? Um, the tree seems fairly normal, mm -hmm. but when you get near one of the pustules, there is a definite, almost bright purple uh, cast to the wood and mm -hmm. to the sap. And the uh, the pustules seem uh, softer wood than the uh, than the actual tree. Hmm. Seems softer wood than the actual. Is it the same tree? You know. Well, my... it's it's odd for an elm to be like that. I mean, I I, I kind of take out a little uh, scalpel or knife or something and just be like, let me just see if I can. You're, you're getting some samples in test yeah. tubes and stuff yeah. like uh -huh. that. Like, let me see, like, I want to I wanna actually, like, maybe make a line on the pustule itself instead okay. of the tree proper. Like, I'm trying to see if there's something different inside of it, you know? Well, when you do that, it's definitely squishy towards the middle of the, the pustule. Um, it's like the wood fibers have been partly dissolved. Mm. Um, mm. Dr. Uh, Dr. Lee, what are you doing? I'm looking at the tree in general from the roots up, trying to see if there's any, uh, it's kind of early for insects, but just seeing if there's any sign of anything like feeding on it or boring into it. Now you don't see any evidence around the roots that there's any damage, uh, but do a spot hidden for me. Okay. Oh, that's not good. 98. Oh, okay. God. Well. Yeah, the roots, the roots seem robust. Uh, the earth around them seems pretty solid. Um, 
but you don't you don't notice anything out of the ordinary. Okay. Um, uh, Sh Sheriff says to you, he says, gentlemen, uh, he says, uh, I, I talked to Carol over at the uh, the junior high school, and mm -hmm. he points over to it, and yeah. he uh -huh. says, uh, uh, since school doesn't start until next week, uh, she has graciously opened up the science room for you if you want to use it like as a makeshift science Excellent. headquarters, lab, whatever. We'll certainly take advantage of that. Yes, they got Bunsen definitely. burners and stuff like that. So right. can you do that? Yes, are, you guys, are you guys planning on staying? Uh, yes. yes. Uh, I'm, I, we're prepared to stay for a couple of days if need be to see if we can find out, diagnose what exactly the problem is here. Well, you can talk to Sarah Easton over at the, uh, the end there. Mm -hmm. And uh, she'll set you up for the night. Just tell them the what you're here for. Oh, okay. Have stay. Thank you very okay. much. Uh, you. Yeah. So one of the things I want to do, actually, is are all the pustules pretty large size, or is there some smaller ones then in comparison? There are different sizes. Uh, most, of them, most of them are around uh, yeah. silver dollar size. I'd want to take a smaller one and actually cut a full slice back around it if I can. If it looks okay. like it's something I should do, because that's I'd want to take like a full, but a small one, because I'm sure the big ones would be massive, and God knows what the hell is in there. Okay. I'd rather take a smaller one and investigate that. All right. And besides the pustules and the goo or the sap, there's no signs of any um, anything feeding on the bark or going into the bark at all. Doesn't look like it. Don't see any okay. uh, any damage to the bark. Um, that's odd. And something like uh, the 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 bug you described before that would that would show signs of something on the tree, right? Oh yeah, I mean you yeah. you've seen galls before, right? Right, hundred times, so you gotcha. know what they look like. So it's and this that. sort of looks like that. Yeah. It's usually galls. If you were to look at the um, uh, the wood grain, mm -hmm. um, galls are very sort of burly and twisty. Right. Uh, mm -hmm. They're not soft. Right, yeah, and that's very odd um, in this case. Yes. But in this case, it does seem like the tree is trying to protect itself from something, but in an extraordinarily fast way. How do the leaves look? Do the leaves look like there's a there's, different coloration? There's no, leaves. There's oh, no, there's leaves. no leaves. It's, okay. it's still winter. Oh, right, it's still winter, right. Yeah. Uh, all right. However, I'll, I'll, do, a, do a spot hidden for me. Then. Will do. Let's see what I'm going to hear. 55 out of 65, regular success. Okay. You do notice that there are some broken branches up high. Okay. But but winter damage that's not unusual. Right, right. Okay. Uh, I'm going to take a little bit closer look to the to the base of it and to see what everyone else was looking at in terms of dead grass and things of that nature. Okay. Is it maybe somebody has a plants immediately nearby showing similar signs? Oh. You don't see anything like that. Nothing. Okay. All right. I think the only thing I could think now is to actually investigate some of these sap samples and check out the pustules and see what uh what they come up with under the microscope. Yeah, well, brought my own, but it doesn't hurt to use theirs. Um, hey, why don't we, uh, real quick, why don't we... Uh, well, it's still pretty nippy out here. We I feel better doing this all inside in a controlled environment. Definitely. Yeah, well, I was, I was going to say, why don't we go stow our gear right now, you know, go set up a room and then go to the place because we may be at it a while. You know? Yeah, definitely. Sounds like a plan. All right, let's do it. Uh, yeah, let's set up at the inn, uh, get our stuff there, and get ourselves, uh, our, our main stuff taken care of, and then we'll take what we can over to the school. 
and uh, start investigating that way. Okay. So the sheriff is going to walk you over mm-hmm. since uh, he's just going to tell Sarah that, you know, yeah. put these boys up for tonight. Um, so he's walking over and he says, so uh, I've never been to uh, Arkham. Uh, how far, how, how long did it take you to get here? Eh, about Couple an hour hours. and a half. Hour, hour 40, Ooh, roughly. Really. Wasn't that bad. Well, that's not too bad then. Uh, no, no. Uh, it was pretty, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a good, nice, quiet town. Very beautiful. You should see it in the fall. Lovely. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's yeah. a nice little town. Yeah. And, and about that time, you notice another man walking towards you. And he goes, ah, here he is. Here's the mayor. Oh. Hello, hello, and, mayor. And he comes up hello. and he says, ah, gentlemen, you came. Well, you, um, you asked your boss. Yeah. How is, uh, how is Dr. Winside doing? He's fine. Yes, he's doing very good. Haven't seen him for years, but uh, uh, it's nice to know he's still doing well. Yes, he is. And, 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 and he put us in your direction and we do everything that we can from the university standpoint to help you out with your situation uh, here. Well, you've been looking at it. Any ideas so far? Uh, it's, it's very odd. I mean, uh, the, it, it doesn't look like any animal or anything done it. There's no beetle or, or go bug infestation. It just seems like it's, it's something internal. Uh, I got to look at that. I got to look at the, mic, uh, the samples under a microscope, give you a better idea of what I'm looking at. Uh, mm. See what it see what it leads to. I mean, we'll we'll be here for a couple of days at least to look over everything and see if we can get this sorted sooner rather than later. Well, excellent. Yeah, because we wouldn't want to lose that nice old tree. It's a very uh, very stunning specimen. If it, uh, it's sad that it's in the condition it's in. The uh, the sheriff's got you set up at the the blue moon. Yes, yes. He's taking us there now, sir. We're going to go get set up and then we're going to do the other stuff. Well, if you boys um, need anything, you give us a call. Uh, dinner's on us oh, uh, at, uh, at the at the restaurant tonight. Excellent, excellent. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, we're gonna go over to the school and use your labs over there to see if we can uh, find out what we can. Excellent. Uh, you see that house down there, the yellow one? That's my house. So if you need oh. anything, that's where I live. All right, thank Pleasure. you. Hey. Pleasure to meet you. All right. So. Uh, Sheriff walks you to the uh, inn, introduces you to Sarah Easton, mm-hmm. and uh, she gives you a uh, couple of rooms, three rooms, huh. uh, next to each fun. other. All right. Uh, mm-hmm. We get our stuff set up in there. Uh, then we'll head over to the school and right, start yeah. looking over the stuff and then see if we can come up with some answers for you. All right. Um, Sheriff is still with you. Okay. Uh, he's just making sure you get to where you want to go. Um so- so, Sheriff, I'm out of, out of curiosity. Have you noticed anything suspicious around the area? Maybe someone messed with it ex- uh, externally? No, nothing ever goes on here. Uh, uh, well, except for what with that, you know, uh, you probably read in the newspaper a few days ago that uh, that fella uh, over near Worcester who's uh, shooting off those rockets. Oh, yes, yes. I think I read, uh, read about that. Oh. Uh, you know, I wouldn't think that something like that would uh, interact with this. But then again, that kind of stuff can interfere with things in the sky and things travel. I don't know. No. We'd have to see. Well, the people in Worcester thought that uh, that it was an airplane <laughs> flying over. <laughs> airplane on fire. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure that was a rude awakening for some people. Yeah. yeah. To be honest with you, I haven't read the paper in a couple of days anyway. 
Oh, there's probably some papers around. Okay. I'll look it up. Yeah, maybe we'll look our paper up, but we need to go and check out this stuff. And uh, I go, so anything, any storms or anything in the last week or so? Nah. Mm. Last storm was maybe, oh, what, four weeks ago or so? Uh, A couple of the people around seem to be a bit lost walking around a tree. Have you noticed that kind of behavior since it started? No, not really. I didn't notice. Okay. Uh, yeah, I pumped one of the guys out. You know, I was like, yeah, the guy over there was kind of looking around, but he didn't know what he was looking for. I was hoping maybe he saw something I could, like, trace in on this, because this doesn't – I look at the guy and says, well, this isn't normally my uh, area of expertise is plant life unless it's some kind of uh, of disease that would attack a, a plant. He says, that that's about the most, you know, microbiology-wise, but – I don't know. This doesn't fit anything that I've ever heard of. Plants are fascinating creatures, and sometimes they—they're—they're. They're, I've read stories of uh, things in in the Amazon forest that defend themselves when when they feel threatened. I mean, I've never seen anything like this here in the states, but I'm curious yeah. of why something like this would be occurring. And I'm hoping there's nobody that's actually interacting with the tree in a negative manner that would cause something like this. Right. Well, here we are. Here's the classroom. Set you up in here. Thank you. He flips on the light, and it's it's what you'd expect from like a junior high school lab. Mm-hmm. Well, little lab tables, right. and there's okay. Okay. Well, let's see what we can get set up. Get the equipment set up. Uh, get some uh, uh, microscopes going, and see if we can test a few of these samples. See what's wrong with uh, what's going on in the long run. Mm-hmm. I'll take right. some of the sap and see if I can. Uh, Taking gram stain, some of it, do a positive and negative gram stain on it. Maybe okay. we'll get lucky and it's a parasite in there. It might come out. I'll investigate the pustule, see if there's anything inside it, you know, or any type of weird thing that I didn't already see when I cut it off the tree. Hey, um, before I forget, doctor, he says, we don't know what that is. Exercise caution with it. Maybe you should put it in, a, maybe you should put it in some kind of a, of a, a glass some of the glass cases, you know, when you deal with some of the oh yes, of course. Stuff. Don't don't put yourself where you're over it in case it explodes or something. Right, right. I'll definitely surround it by some it. sort of glass tank and work over it to to minimize that kind of uh, splatter effect if if anything like that occurs. You know, I'm not just that, but you know, you may need to. I don't know. It, it's as as a as a microbiologist, I look around at it, and it doesn't make any sense to me, but by the same token, just exercise caution, of course, mask, would, goggles, stuff. Yep, he says, I know. know I'm doing it. Maybe I'm just being overly cautious, but it's just the weirdest thing. Yeah, the best way to investigate things scientifically. we got to make sure it's clean and controlled. Yeah. Well, I'll All take right. a little bit of the sap, put it under a thing, and start gram stain, staining it. Maybe we'll get lucky, and it's a parasite we can identify. Okay. So, um, Dr. Fenner, as you are looking at the postule, and you're looking at now some pieces under the microscope, the, the, you, you start to realize that the structure of the whole thing definitely looks like it has a center, mm-hmm. like there's something at the very center of this. And as you're, as you're sort of probing, you don't really see anything there. You've got uh, you've got long forceps, mm-hmm. um, and you're you're picking at the wood, 
and do a spot hidden for me. Will do. Let's see. <laughs> 100. Okay. Which means that you discover penicillin <laughs> and not what you were actually looking for. Uh, no, you're, you're looking at this. And, uh, I will say this. I mean, it is, a, it is a critical, but can I push for this or no? If you want to. Uh, if you fail, you're going to do something nasty to yourself. I'm sure. I'm going to actually do a little bit extra to try to uh, get a little closer, try to, to, to dig in a little bit further, and try to get a better look at what's going on here. All right. I'll take that risk. I will take that risk. 62 out of 71. Okay. Right. <laughs> because what would have happened is the forceps would have gone into your finger and pushed, and pushed some of that purple stuff into your hand. <laughs> uh, all right. So as you're, as you're fiddling with it, you realize there is some sort of delicate structure in the middle. Mm -hmm. um, and instead of purple, it seems to almost be clear and gelatin-like. Hmm. And uh, there's not much of it, just, you know, a tiny little flake at the most. But as you're sort of removing this, it's, it's hard to see. It's so transparent uh, that it's almost invisible. Wow. And it's, uh, it, it doesn't seem to have much light reflection. Mm. So it's dull as well. So okay. it literally, it's all, if you dropped it, you wouldn't be able to find it. Again. Yeah. Um, I hold it in my forces. I'm like, my God, you take a look at this, Dr. McDougall. You keep having to figure out if there's anything in your forceps when you're looking at it. Yeah. I'm I, I look at it and I look at what he's doing. And I go, put it on a slide. Let's look at it through a slide. Maybe we'll get lucky. You know. Okay. Um, <laughs> Uh, Dr. Lee, what are you doing? I'm watching them. Okay. <laughs> yeah, watching this be stupid. Uh, nothing really. Uh, okay. Like. Nothing's going to infect me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, all right. So you put this on a slide, and you you literally have to keep asking. It, it almost looks like you're um, pantomiming. You know, because yeah. it, it, it's it's so I mean, thin, and you can you can maybe get it at the right angle where you can see a little bit of light reflection off of it, so you can position it. You get it on there. Um, can we use it. a can we use a die? We have different dyes and stuff. Let's see if we can put a red die on it and see if we can get a structural look. You know, almost like gram gram stain. Not a bad stain. Idea. Okay. Um, do a luck roll. Uh. You want me to do it, or you want McDonald? Well, let's have the microbiologist. Do okay. Well. Actually, how do you do? Do a microbiology role. That makes more sense. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, that's what I was about to ask. Because you know, it makes more sense. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, it's twenty-seven. Well, what you end up with is a ring, because it, the the stuff sort of collects around the edges of it. You can definitely see you've got a piece of something that is clear. Under the microscope, you see absolutely nothing at all. Hmm. If, you, if you move to the edge, you can definitely see the red dye. Hmm. But you can't we put the dye see... on it, so the dye is actually going around it, basically. Right, right. right. 
but uh, when you're uh, looking directly at the stuff, it's as clear as glass. Wow, that's mm. odd. Strange. It's it. Um, do a bio a biologist to do a do a biology yes. role. Okay. Um, Ooh, 90 out of 70. Oof. Now, you can always spend luck, guys, if you want to. <laughs> can I push it? Yes, you can. All right, I'm going to push it. 50. Oh, All right, that's cool. Um, it reminds you of a jellyfish membrane, which under certain conditions can seem almost crystal clear. You almost don't know that you've got anything there. There doesn't seem to be any structure when you look at it under a microscope. Oh. Hey guys, this is kind of like a jellyfish membrane. It's weird. Jellyfish hmm. membrane. Yeah. I've never, I've never heard is... of anything like that infecting trees. Me neither. It's... Why? Um, okay, well let's let's go with what we know. Whatever it is, it's affecting the tree, and the tree is treating it like a parasite, trying to get rid of it. We dyed it with a red dye, but the dye actually rotates around it and not on it. It's acting as a repellent almost. Mm -hmm. So it's obviously, it's... So the question we have to ask ourselves, is it a living tissue? Based on my investigations, would I would I would I have been known if this was organic or I mean I would assume it's organic, right? Its softness seems to indicate that it's something organic. Okay. Um, jellyfish would be organic, but it would still be difficult to tell. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. Well, wait a minute. Is there any dye that's used by? Um, and, and this is a, a probably a chemistry role here. Is there any dyes or anything that would let us see the structure of it? If it was jellyfish-like membranes, just working off that? I do, do have luck, chemistry. Do a, do a luck roll to see if you've got something like that in your kit. I don't know the actual answer to that. I have, I have a, I have, I have, uh, what do you call it? Um, I have chemistry. I don't know if that would help. You can roll chemistry, chemistry sure. as well. It just means you could tell him which chemical he needs and yeah. see if he actually has that. Uh, 28 uh, out of 50. Okay. Success. Okay. Let's see. Where's my luck at? Okay, well, luck is 50-50. So if I roll under 50, we're all right. Oh, shit. No. <laughs> it's 71. Uh, oh, no. No, yeah, no. you just don't have that kind of stuff. Shoot. So Wait a minute. Is there anything in here we can make for it? I mean, I don't have it in my kit that I brought, but this right. is... This is a science lab. Maybe we'll get lucky and there's some stuff here in the science lab itself. Well, we'll say that that luck is, is what determines that. Yeah, that's, so that, that, yeah, that's, that's, fine. that's fine. They don't have that's the chemicals like necessary. It. We don't have of it available. All as, right. uh, as you guys are working, you hear a truck pull up outside. Mm -hmm. And the sheriff is, is there with you, kind of fascinated with what you're doing. Um, the, the truck is playing music on the, the radio know what the song is but um uh the sheriff takes a step out out the door and you can hear somebody get out of the truck and is talking to him and you can hear him say like well i can't explain it it's something that's it's, it's going on and he says well you know what come in here and let's talk to the the scientists 
Uh, so he, uh, the sheriff walks back in with a farmer, uh, mm -hmm. looks like a farmer, uh, skin is, uh, you know, burnt in the sun and, uh, exactly what you'd expect from an old farmer. Yeah. Uh, he comes in, he takes off his hat mm -hmm. and, uh, he says, gentlemen, this is, uh, this is Mr. Um, Dennis O'Neill. Uh, he owns one of the farms, uh, over in the thing of cattle, raises cattle. Um, we'll tell him, Mr. O'Neill. He says, well, it's a strange thing. Four of my cows uh, out in the field seem to have died. They've keeled over. Okay. Um, and, well, kind of looks like they exploded. Wow. Exploded. And they're Which just... field? Which field, sir? The one next uh, to the central tree? Well, no, 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 not quite. But uh, I'd have to uh, take there, take us five minutes or so to get there. But there's all this purple goo. Um, I'll take some of my sample out, and I'd be like, you wouldn't think it looks like this, would you? Some of my the purple sample I took from the tree. Yeah, maybe. Hmm. There may okay. be something. There may be something bigger and environmental about all of this. We might have to go check out the field a bit more. And see what's going on at these places. Um, you you see you see him go. You're saying it's an animal. It looks like it exploded, right? Yeah, Is cows. My something? cows. Four cows. <sighs> you, you see my character kind of look for a second and think. He says, "Um, damn. who?" Jason looks at my character. Looks at the uh, sheriff. It's like sheriff. Um, how many people are in this area? I mean, in this town, last census. Oh, about 300. Most of them are not directly right in the town. They're in the surrounding towns. How many would be within, let's say, a mile of this area? Oh, maybe 50 or so. Maybe 60. Okay, well, um, let's do some investigations as much as possible in regards to this. I would actually want to go to over to Mr. O'Neill's farm and take yeah, a look at uh, the, the thing. If I can find some sort of uh, uh, comparative measure between what's at, what's at the farm and what we're dealing with here at the tree, uh, there may be something much bigger and environmental that we might have to discuss uh, in terms of something bigger might be happening. <clears throat> hmm. It might not be just a tree. It might be something that's it. If, if we're still talking in that long, we could be talking about things in drinking water and things of that nature. And I don't want to. No sinking water. Think, yeah, I don't want to even consider the the ramification something like that would have. Like on the this town. Would be, this would be just like the damn song. Well, hey, let's guys. Get, yeah, let's look. Let's, let's get over look. to the let's get over to the farm. Roughly, what time it is right now? Say it's about four. Okay. Wait, let's uh, see. Yeah, let's see if it's about four. Okay. Yeah, All right. Okay. We've we spent a couple of time hours so like okay. On this stuff. All right. So we'll leave our stuff here. Let's just grab whatever we need to be out in the field, uh mm. and see what we got. All right. So All you right. close up the, the classroom. Yep. And you uh you head on uh the the farmer sort of leads the way. Mm. Um uh you drive for uh, it's actually a couple of miles mm -hmm. uh out into the, the boonies. Uh, down a, a dirt road, and you can see there's farmland on on all sides. 
eventually you get to a farmhouse and uh, he parks his car and he says, now, if you gentlemen just follow me out here, I'll show you uh, uh -huh. what's going on. Uh, so you walk for maybe, oh, 300 feet football field uh, out into this field. And there are four cows lying dead. But the area also for about, oh, 50 feet in a circle, uh, there is no snow. And the, the, the dead grass underneath seems to be scorched. The cows are lying there, and they indeed look pretty awful. Uh, they look like their stomachs have burst from the inside. Their intestines are lying there on the ground, and uh, there is this purple goo on them. Uh, why don't you do a sanity roll? Oh, yeah. And I got 30. 88 out of 50 fail. Actually, I know that's an 03. Okay. Uh, if you if you uh, if you passed, uh, you take one point of sanity damage. If you failed, take uh, two. My lord, devil! Look at that. Oh. Now the first thing you notice is that there is an obvious weird smell. It's Does it smell all, like burned flesh? It smells like burnt motor oil. Burnt oh. motor oil. Yeah. It's very strange. Um, you also notice that there don't seem to be there doesn't seem to be any predation. Um, there's definitely vultures and things like that in the area, but Nothing's Nobody's come near this. Nothing's touched it. No insects have gone for it. <sighs> well, how, what's the temperature outside right now? I'd say it's probably in the mid fifties, low sixties. No, so mid fifties. We'll say mid fifties. But warm enough where bugs might start moving around and stuff. But it'd be at the very high, very high end of. Uh, I mean, low end of where you would start to see critters moving around. Yeah. But yes, there should be vultures. I go, sir, when did you find this? Oh, I mean, when did you come across it? I found it just, I came across it just about an hour ago. But uh, the thing is, is uh, I don't think there was anything out here before. The, the cows, mean, where were they? Are they in this field? That's what I'm asking. Do they know is this yeah, is they, they are. The, I've, I've taken all the other ones into the barn. But uh, um, yeah, they were all fine yesterday. Uh, it could have happened any time between, you know, yesterday about, uh, uh, oh, about this time. When was the last time you actually checked on the cows before you checked on this? Uh, it's been about 24 hours. Okay. A lot could happen in 24 hours. Uh, I'm going to take a look over by the grass area, the scorched area. That's where I'm going to focus on looking over. Okay. Uh, well, this is my, this is officially falling almost under my expertise and, uh, Dr. Lee, so I'm going to pull out my uh, the uh, plastic gloves that we would normally have. We we have those ones that are the older ones that are washer ones and stuff, yeah. you know. Put on a uh, 
like a little mask thing not not like you know like some high-end stuff but like just a little mask to keep stuff out and kind of um walk up to it you know kind of take a um before i go up there i also take off my jacket here you know so i don't have anything laying around just kind of go up there and um walk up to it does it look like the animal's completely like blown in half did it blow out one side it it looks like it well it's not not necessarily symmetrical but it looks like their stomach exploded so and, it, it exploded uh, downward uh it, it exploded out of their belly um uh, dr lee do a, a a spot hidden for me okay and that is a failure 96 out of i've got 70. what I kind th- of biologist uh, are you that's <laughs> not in our favorite <laughs> actually actually do, a, do not, what did i have your role spot bio, bio. oh do a, do a biology all oh, right it's fine okay oh biology yeah I, yeah biology okay it's this 11. okay oh, excellent <laughs> So, Dr. McDougal is looking towards the middle of it. You go over towards the head of the cow, and uh, you notice by examination that there is purple goo all around the inside of the creature's mouth and teeth, and that its tongue has these pustules all over it that sort of look a little bit like the ones on the tree. Although in this case it's flesh, it's not uh, wood. Ugh. Oh gosh, I, I'm going to take some samples of this. Uh, guys, look at this. It looks just like a tree. Was it eating something? It would look like it doesn't. It? You know, he's like taking a little long forceps and pulling it the teeth back to look. Yeah. I, I want to. I want to check the immediate area and just see, like, was it eating something? All right. Uh, Dr. Fenner, do a luck roll. Luck roll. These are all good. (laughs) I got a 50 uh, on my luck. I rolled 49. (laughs) (laughs) So you're walking around and you notice, uh, you notice that the ground seems to be scorched. It's not it's not a circle. It's it's kind of an irregular pattern, mm-hmm. um, and the cows seem to be f- somewhat towards the center of the scorched area. Uh, there's a glint of something um, in the in the fallow grass uh, right at the edge, and uh, as you go over, uh, you notice uh, this. Yeah. The heck uh-huh. is that? Some kind of canister. It's about a foot long. Uh-huh. And it seems to uh be uh burst out from the inside, as you can see. And Oops. there seems to be burn residue all over it. Uh it doesn't smell like gunpowder, it smells like some sort of chemical. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have chemi- so- I have chemistry. Can I check? If anything rings about, sure. Chemistry is fifty. Fifty. Woo! <laughs> it's a, it's a strange acrid smell. 
Um, a little bit like way, burnt oil, but mm-hmm. but it's not the same. Okay. Uh, you can't but, put your finger on it. Yeah. Could no. it be like, wait a minute, in there, this guy was testing a rocket the Rockets, other day? Yes. You know, is this this could be a rocket tank, you know, like a fuel tank for a rocket. Do we see any like other pieces of it laying around? Maybe something blew up? Um, as you look around, you do in fact find a couple of smaller fragments here and there that does, it seems to be made out of brass or, uh, or something along that lines. Yeah. Okay. Like pieces, like pieces of a rocket, basically. Possibly. Yeah. To save the assumption. I go, I go, okay, rocket. And my character kind of looks around and says, hey guys. He goes and he pulls out his, um, he takes a peek, he goes back to that stuff. Yeah. And he pulls a little bit out and he whips out his uh, a match and he likes a match and he um, puts it where that uh, residue is. Does it burn? Uh, no. Mm. Okay, it's not flammable. Well, I'm, I'm just, uh, what I'm looking for is I thought, well, maybe the rocket landed here. Well, crashed and exploded and burned, and it set these things off. No, I feel like something burst from inside, based on just looking this at the thing. Like. Uh, okay, so how does the rocket come into here? It's just coincidence, guys. Well, no, no, definitely something. Uh, it must have been blasted here if that's a rocket. And it's um, my only concern is what came out of it. Uh, yeah. There's no evidence of like any purple slime or something that came out of the thing it just smells like a chemical right probably spit up on you know like whatever it was spilled on something um there doesn't seem to be any sort of uh fruit or 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 particular grass that looks like it's stained with this kind of stuff around the cows yeah yeah just um are you guys still sort of wandering around to look yeah definitely yes yeah Yeah, it was we've got a little bit of time maybe we'll get lucky and this is just all right i mean Maybe uh, there's something here that ate. Everybody do, water. everybody do luck rolls. Luck roll. Woo! Oh, I got a, I got a zero one. Oh my god! Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, seventy fifty. Uh, so you guys are wandering around. Um, uh, I got a zero one. Awesome. Doctor McDougal, do a Constitution roll. Ooh. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. Dexterity roll. Dexterity. Dexterity. Okay. Well, oh, I got a thirty. Awesome. <laughs> okay. So you guys, you're walking around, and um, Doctor Fenner and Doctor Lee, you just happen to be looking over at Doctor McDougal, when all of a sudden, Doctor McDougal stumbles. It's like. Um, it's like his feet just sort of stop working and he takes a, a, a flying sort of leap forward like he's, like he's tripped over something, but he manages to catch himself before he hits the ground. And for you, Dr. McDougal, it feels like you tripped over something rather large, but you don't see anything. Okay. Um... Are you all right there, McDougal? I just tripped over something, but I'm gonna I, I, take. Hold on, don't 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 move a second. Okay. 
I look around where I'm at. I take my long forceps and start tapping back toward where I tripped, kind of following right. it backward. So you're, you've got your forceps and you're sort of going like this near the ground. And all of a sudden you hit something in midair that's there, but you don't see anything. And in mm. fact, your, your forceps seem to sort of squish into it a little bit. I do what? this. Come on. I said, remember what they said about, remember what that little piece you found? Yeah, the thing that was in the tree. Okay, well, imagine that bigger. I walk over to the, the area to where... You know, he's, he's like, I'm showing it, but I'm like... It, it just looks like he's going like this in the air. Like he's yeah, pantomiming well, it. Well, I, I, I wave him over and I go, hand him the force if I said right there. Point it yeah. to it and have him All test right. And I start touching and I feel the same thing. You feel like you're poking something like... Uh, I don't know how to describe it, like okay. a balloon or a, um, something like that's a jellyfish, like something almost a jellyessis. Gelatinous. I'm gonna grab a stick and poke at it just to see what's going on. I go, I go thing. like, no, like, dude, dude, this does it make a sound when you hit it? Let's find um, it. Let's if find it. If you try to hit it with something, yes, it definitely makes a slapping sound. Um, okay. And it's fairly big. It's when you sort of probe to see it, it's, yeah. it's a lump that's sitting there that's maybe two feet across, hmm. maybe a foot high. Uh, you, uh, can't quite, you can't quite uh, make the shape out, though. It's odd. I go, I go, I kind of go over to uh, McNeil. Like, um, McNeil, uh, is O'Neill, I'm sorry. O'Neill, do you have a, a, a shovel or something? Well, sure, I've got a shovel. It's a, yeah. it's a farm. I'll go get the shovel. <laughs> Thank you. And a, a wheelbarrow, too, sir, if you have. All right. You'd appreciate it. So it takes him a couple minutes, and he comes back with a wheelbarrow and a shovel. Okay. So and and gonna... he's like, he's like, what is it that you're, I don't see what you're looking at. Well, we're trying to I find out like... now. I'm going to take the shovel and put it as close to the edge of whatever we think this thing is. I'm like, see if you can roll it into the shovel. I don't want to damage it. Okay. I go, uh, you, you saw our character go, Okay, okay. You know, he's like, he's, he's taking, um, he doesn't really want to touch. He grabs a piece of, of, uh, of a branch or something and pushes right. into it because he didn't know what this is. And this is officially on a whole new level of weird. Right. And he and rolls it into it. Does it make a squishing sound when we're pushing it onto the Yeah, it kind of makes a squishing sound. It, you can feel it sort of flop over onto the shovel. Um, but you find that when you try to pick it up with the shovel, yeah. It slides off. It seems to roll off mm. uh, because oh. it's it's bigger than the shovel head. Wow! Damn, it like, seems that you can almost feel, you can almost imagine in your head as it slides off that it sort of flops off. Mm. You know, uh, McDougal, I'm gonna I'm gonna let's do let's do this again, but this time try to grab it and pick it up. Hey, you see, uh, you got gloves. Hold on, I like I like. <laughs> Well, there, there, there's part of me that's like, this is officially on a whole new weirdness, but okay. I'll I'd like to get it, it into the wheelbarrow, unless Frank wants All to right, yeah. yeah, okay. Well, <laughs> no, I'll, try. I'll, I'll put some gloves take, on and... I'll, I'll, yeah, we grab the gloves and we we lift, we get underneath it and lift okay. it onto the thing. Because we okay. try to be careful because we don't want it to break. And yeah. Yeah. Those of you who are touching it, <laughs> trying to lift it up, um... Do a sand roll. 
Oh, oh joy. Oh, thank God. 55 out of 59. <laughs> I got, I got, I got uh, 51. Thank God. I was okay. Like, so we'll, we'll have oh, you lose a couple of points of sanity because as you're, you're lifting this, you're realizing that it's not like you can't just put your arms underneath it and lift it up. It's almost like you're getting a feel for the shape of it, that it, it almost seems to have tentacles. Oh, It gosh. seems to be composed of them. And as you're lifting it up, it's sort of flopping over your hand mm. and arm. And it's kind of difficult to maneuver. Is it's, it? It's, it feels like a big octopus-like thing with parts yeah. that are definitely tentacle-like. Uh, uh, they're, they're, they're weird. There doesn't seem to be any bones or anything. It's, mm -hmm. it's just, it feels like it's floppy. It's really hard to pick up. Um, <laughs> but you, you managed to pick it up. Into the wheelbarrow. Uh, I'm like, I'm like, dude. This feels like a, this feels like it's an octopus. Uh, how heavy does it feel? Uh, uh, it's fairly heavy. It's heavy. Yeah. It's heavy. I go. You it feels know like what? maybe maybe thirty pounds. Oh wow. Okay. Oh, wow. Uh, my my character starts wandering around and says, "Let's pick up those pieces. Let's let's look around real quick. Make sure we got all the pieces to wherever that rocket is. That's what's bothering the hell out of me." Okay. I'm and, going to uh, poke around with a stick for more of them, just in case. <laughs> I, I go, I go. Well, let's see. Let my character is like, guys. What if whatever the hell this is is the same thing messing with the tree? What if we've got some kind of weird biology that's in play here that we know nothing about? I feel like it. It's if if there is something like that, it it's either connected to the rocket or some sort of event that happened nearby. Hey guys, why don't we? You see him look at the the dead um, thing, the dead um, the thing. Yeah. So I so said the, the dead dead cows. Yeah. I go farmer. I said uh, I'm talking to farmer. I said, sir, I'm gonna ask you to do something, and I understand it if you think I'm crazy, but I would appreciate it if those four cows, you burn them now. I'll help you put some wood and stuff and get it kindling. Whatever this is, I feel like we need to burn it right now. And we need to check the rest of your cows real quick and make sure we don't have anything else happening because I feel this is a parasite. I think okay. that's, that's a good idea. Yes, sir. So while you guys said, do the burning, I think me and Frank should go check out the cows outside. Yeah, this is, yes. I look at, I, I said, you two, this is warrior speed. Maybe this is some kind of a weird parasite. Well, and we'll maybe, figure it out from there. But yeah, I'll help you burn the, the stuff here. We'll drag them and burn these things. Yeah, Dr. McDougal will go out there. I got some gasoline. We'll take it out there. We'll get that stuff going. Please. Yeah, I don't want no I, contagion. Hopefully yeah, my other cows aren't infected with whatever it well, is. We'll so take a look over them right now and see what we can find. And so how, that's, how far is this from a water source? Oh, you know, we got well water, but we got water right over there where the cows drink from. We should, um, we should take a few samples of that just in case. All right. Is this uphill from where the tree is? Maybe run off from the area? There's, uh, it's kind of hard to, uh, Massachusetts goes like this all over the place. It is so silly. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Every hill. Yeah, well, this, this, maybe, maybe not. I, I go, I said, oh, guys, I, I said, test the well water too, just to, just for peace of mind for this gentleman right here because he's, yeah. he's the one who feeds. Right. It, it takes care of his family. We, we don't need anything weird. Okay. So uh, Dr. Fenner and Dr. Lee go into the, uh, the um, barn. Barn. Yes. And uh, you're looking over the cows. Yeah, and uh, Doctor McDougal and the farmer uh, and the sheriff are sheriff's still there with you. Yeah, uh, he uh, help they help you, you know, sort of push the cows into a heap. Yeah, and uh, I, I kind of I want to I want to just open the mouths of the cows and to see if there's any more signs of pustules like, okay. like the other thing. You don't seem to find any evidence that the cows are in any kind of similar state um you don't find any sores or anything like that other than what you'd normally find on a cow um but as you are looking at the cows uh you hear another truck pull up outside um and the doors open and close and but you guys are busy looking at the cows uh dr mcdougall as you are there with the sheriff and the uh the farmer uh farmer o'neill uh watching the the cows burn smells doesn't smell like beef it smells nasty um uh another guy uh looks around the same age as farmer o'neill um comes walking up uh and uh farmer o'neill looks back and says uh uh he says uh thomas what are you doing here this is uh thomas johnson he's got the farm uh nearby uh down the road and um farmer johnson doesn't respond uh he he just starts walking up and looking at the ground and wandering around he doesn't even seem to notice the fire that's going there uh but he seems to be intently looking at the ground and wandering about i walk up to him i said excuse me sir sir he he looks up at you for a second and then turns his back on you and just starts wandering away. But he keep, continues to, to look. I, I, I tap him on the shoulder, sir, sir. What do you want, sir? I, I I look at him. I was like, sir. Um, real quick. What's wrong? What are you feeling? This is got to find the pieces. Pieces of what? I don't know. Got to find the pieces. Got to find the pieces. Got to find them and pick them up. Got to find the pieces and pick them up. Got to find the pieces and pick them up. He takes one of the, the piece of uh, of a rocket or whatever it was. He says, is, is this what you're looking for? He doesn't even seem to see it. Um, he just starts, wanders, keeps wandering away from you looking for something. Got to find the pieces and pick them up. Got to find the pieces and pick Does them up. Does he look? Does he look like he's got? My character is like thinking like, oh god, I hope not. Does he look like anything's wrong with him? Like he's got any kind of pustule or anything like that? Well, he keeps walking away from you, and it's it's late afternoon now. The sun is on the horizon. Uh, you can see him in the firelight, but he doesn't seem to have any kind of pustules or anything. Um, I'm going to pull, take the wheelbarrow over to where he is. He goes, sir. Find, sir. Find I was like, pieces and 
gotta find the pieces and pick them up. And I go, I said, look in the wheelbarrow. And he looks in the wheelbarrow and he immediately puts his hands out like this and and touches whatever it is. And he goes, Yep, that's one. And he, he starts to try to pick uh, it up. Sir, why are you picking it up? He's not responding. But he's definitely trying to lift it up out of the the wheelbarrow. I go, um, I was like, you sure you don't want to use a wheelbarrow or something else and kind of haul it back to where you need it to go? He's, he looks suddenly like he's sort of dazed for a moment. Mm-hmm. And you see him suddenly go, oh, like this. Is he, he's trying to eat it? Yeah, you oh, can see God. that he's he, he's definitely trying to shove it into his mouth. Oh, Jesus. Um, okay. Um, you, can see, you can see purple goo oh, God. dribbling down his face. <laughs> you can do sanity rolls. Okay. Uh, yeah. <sighs> okay, that's... Where did I put my set? Oh, there they are. I don't know what uh, I got for my dice today. Zero four, thank God, because I'm like 90, 99. Oh shit. You had some good rolls. Mine's been like hit or miss. 98. Oh <laughs> well, okay. Well, right. well you guys weren't out there. Gonna... Wait, wait a minute. You guys weren't out there. You guys were inside checking the cows. Oh, that's right. You guys are inside checking yeah, the cows. Yeah, so you didn't oh, see yeah. it. I'm the only okay. one who saw it. So oh, okay. We were like, oh, right. what the Lucky. <laughs> yeah, I just uh-huh. was like, oh, oh, oh. Well, I'd say Dr. Dr. Uh, McDougal, uh, do, a 1D, a do a 1D4. With a 04? Yeah. Oh, you, this, this is freaking you out. You've already, you're already <laughs> freaked out. This is super freaking you out. Well, I'm lucky. I got a 1. Oh, my God. Okay. I was like... But he seems to be tearing at it. Yeah, Lord, that's our only sample. Um, yeah, I'm... I was like, you know, <laughs> "Hey, you, hey, uh, it's." Uh, I go. I just look at it. I go. Well, the sheriff and and the farmer. I, I, I told him. I said. Out. I was like. I look at the the sheriff. I go, sheriff. Where's your nearest regular sawbone doctor at? Oh, uh, well, back in town, but um, the sheriff says, Thomas, Thomas, you got to stop. Uh, what sir, the hell are sir, you doing? Well, he's, in, I'm going to say this right now. He's infected with a parasite. That's why he's eating it. I need to quarantine this man right now. I need an actual doctor, doctor, because this is like some microbiology stuff I've got to figure out. I was like, he's, something's affected the tree, affected him, and affected that. And if I don't figure out what's going on, he's going to end up like that. <laughs> and that. That's what I tell him. I said, I said, I was like, matter of fact, Sheriff, you need to go around and segregate and put people, anybody who looked like him or acted like this, you know, you saw him walking around or was petting that tree needs to be quarantined. Oh, uh, uh, we'll see what we can do. Um, uh, by the so, way, 
Dr. Finner and Dr. Lee can hear the commotion going on. Okay. Outside. So we come outside I, and I'm like, what's yeah, going on? And you see what's going like, on. I go, he just hey. ate it and well, he was he's, looking. He's, he's dragged he, whatever he it is. He's it? dragged he's dragged right. whatever it is to the ground and he's dropped to his knees and he seems to be tearing at it. What is he doing? That's our only sample. I practically Oh, that's nasty. <laughs> I was like, guys. You guys can do sound too. I go, guys, he was looking for this, and as soon as he found it, he started eating it. Yeah, but we don't know what that is. He's, he's, he's infected. I, I was like, he was infected beforehand. He yeah, was but- looking, I, I was like, they're looking there were people around the tree that were looking for something, but they didn't know what it was. He was looking for something. And as soon as he found it, he started eating it. We should still stop him from consuming the sample. Um, I, was like, uh, I was like, you want to, uh, like, uh, can, can like, we restrain this man? Well, we can certainly try. And he, he like, him. he like grabs a hold of Thomas. Uh, and he's like, he's like, Thomas, you gotta stop. You gotta stop. And suddenly Thomas pulls back. You can see the purple stuff down his face yeah. like this. And, and the Gross. sheriff's trying to restrain him. And suddenly he looks down at the sheriff's arm and he goes <sighs> like that. And he bites oh, into the sheriff's arm. And the sheriff lets him go. Jesus Christ, like this. Oh, and he, I, turns, I, he turns around and looks at you. And his eyes have stained themselves red. And he suddenly leaps at. Let's do one of them. <laughs> Let's see. He leaps at Dr. Lee. Oh, no. Can I make a dodge roll? Yes. All right. My dodge is 25. And 16. All right. So you manage to jump out of the way, and he, he hits the ground and turns around and, and looks at uh, Dr. Dr. McDougal and starts to crawl towards him like, Almost like he looks almost like he's rabid, you know. Oh, jeez, Jesus, or ravenous. Um, ouch. Um, I'm gonna do a luck roll on the sheriff. What did my dice? <laughs> um, the sheriff manages to sort of kick him over and rather heroically. Uh, slaps the cuffs on him. Oh, thank God. <laughs> and, uh, oh, yes. And gets it behind his back. But the guy is now squirming and, and acting I, like... I will immediately try to help the sheriff drag him to, like, the car or something. Like, I'm going to do yeah. something. You need to get him back to the sheriff's office. You need to find out what the hell that thing is. And he's pointing at the, the purple stains on the ground. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 and please, do everything you can to, to bandage and take care of that wound. I'm sorry to say, officer, you might be you might be infecting whatever's going on right now. <clears throat> well, if I start to turn into one of these things, just shoot me. <laughs> All right. Um, I, 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 I'm going to try to grab the sample. Uh, oh, here's a good question. He was eating the sample. Is, is the sample itself, can we see the purple coming out of it, or is it still that clear? Uh, yeah, you can see places where the purple is dripping. Okay, I'm going to try to... It's easier to see now. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna put gloves on. I'm gonna try to grab it and put it back in the wheelbarrow because I definitely need right. to take this thing with whatever. There's left. there's still quite oh, a bit of it left. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna throw that in, and we got to uh, 
what do you call it? Uh, they're going to take the, the guy away. Um, we need to, we need to start finding out if uh, they can organize anything in regards of getting the people who have this far away, you know, this, this look like they're looking for something and we need to get them separated from everyone else because this is going to continue, especially if they're doing stuff like this. <clears throat> and we'll want to burn these gloves. Of course. Um, like you, I'll still listen. Listen. Listen, roll. All right. Nice. O2. 34. And my listen is. Is that? 35. Cool. Dr. McDougal, you're muted. I'm looking for the listen. Oh, I found it. No, oh, I didn't hear anything. I'm sorry. I'm deaf. Okay. Well, um, Dr. Dr. McDougal, it sounds to you like the guy is growling. Uh, Dr. Finner and Dr. Lee, it sounds like he's growling, but he's growling, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. What's coming? He seems to be out of his mind. That's oh, all that sure. he says. Okay, no answer. I go, you, you see my character go, okay, he needs to be sedated. Like, guys, we need to figure out what this is. This is an infection. This, this can get big real fast. Uh, guys, we need, I'm should, gonna, we burn, should we burn that damn tree? No. We need no. to find out what's causing this. We can't We can't make assumptions you, yet. I was like, well, he, he looks around and says, dude, this is like, this is like when they gassed us, and, gassed us in the damn Ardennes. This shit could get everywhere. It's a bitch to get out of the soil. If it's if it's like mustard or nerve, Jesus Christ! If it's a biological agent, we'd almost have to burn the entire valley. There's no way to know for sure, though. Okay, so how did it get from here? To how did it get from the tree to here? What's the connection? Let's let's. I have a I have an idea, but let's uh, get the sheriff to start gathering people. Um, I want to mm. find out. I want to find out where these what these people were hoping. Because the thing is. If the cows are any inclination, this guy who just ate the thing is going to get his stomach exploded, you know? Yes. Okay. And if that's what's going to happen, then the goal would be to stop people from eating these things and furthering this destruction. Uh, and maybe we should go back by the tree and see if there's more of whatever the heck it is on the ground, too. Right. Yeah, it could be something that these guys could be walking on their feet or something, little spores or something. Uh, let's I go, go. Uh, well, let's grab those pieces from the um, rocket. I don't know if they mean anything right. or not. Let's, well, well, let's take everything, get it back to the school. Uh, we we got to look over what we have. Uh, as the sheriff is taking the guy away, I was like, Sheriff, uh, again, I don't know what your condition is going to be with this fight. But if you can get any deputies that you have that can start gathering those who have this far away. Uh, uh, well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take this guy back to the sheriff's office and I'm going to put yeah. him in the jail because he's uh -huh. ravenous and uh, I'll get my deputy and we'll see if we can gather the people together. Uh, uh, you guys take this back to the lab and I'll, I'll meet you back at your and, lab. And we have to assume the worst. Please contact the doctor and have him meet you there to uh, to look over not only your own wound, but this guy who just 
ate a chunk of whatever this thing is. Right. Uh, we'll, 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 once we finish our investigation in the school, we'll come back to you and we'll mm -hmm. tell you what we found. All right. Oh, okay. So it's now about, we'll say it's about six o'clock by the time you're back in town. You're back at the school. He's, he's taking this thing to the jail. Um, you said you were going to go buy the tree. Mm -hmm. yeah. it's not that, the tree's not that far from the, the junior high school. Right. Um, you do notice at least three people looking sort of for wandering something. around looking for something. Uh, <sighs> most of the other people have gone home. Okay. Hi, I go, somebody needs to go call the sheriff and pick these people up. There's something wrong with them. I was like, they could be infected. This could be like some kind of two-stage infection. This could be like a cordyceps almost. So what I want to do is I want us to – I'll go over to the sheriff and let's help get these guys corralled up. At least we know where three of them are. Mm -hmm. um, if you can, Lee, can you go investigate the thing that he was eating? Unfortunately, the specimen's kind of uh, uh, – I'd say that – Well, been, that actually might not, be a, be a, that might not be a bad thing. At least we can see it now. Right. So yeah, yeah, me, both of us will, me and Lee will try to figure this out. Try to get the sheriff, get these guys corralled. I'll, I'll, I'll get these guys corralled and help them with that. Uh, okay. What do you call it? Um, once, and once I touch. And if the, necessary, if the doctor's here, have them sedate all of them. Yeah, we'll do. Uh, right. If if any of them have evidence of that purple stuff, I'm gonna say to keep them in a separate area too, because a good chance they're gonna burst later if the cow. definitely. Uh, but yeah. the, the, the ones who haven't have evidence of that should be can, can be grouped together, but we've got to keep them under observation. Guys, should we call the state police? We don't have anything yet. I mean, I want to, I'd want to notify the higher authorities, but I don't think we have enough concrete to go from there yet. We need to get oh, we We've got four cows. We've got something that does a thing. He ate it and became rabid. And it's that purple goo is the same thing. Guys, I'm, there's I'm part of me that's sitting here going. I know a lot of know, people but, would poke. I know a lot of people would poke holes in that. I go. You know how uh, our community what we, what, You know how okay. our community is. You know oh, and one of those is. people explode, what then? That'll be more than enough for them. Um, <sighs> before, before, before we, before this guy came and started eating our specimen, I was actually slightly upset that none of the cows showed any evidence of this because a live specimen is exactly the kind of thing we'd need to show them something. I, I'm, I'm, it's shameful that it's got to be these people who've already eaten whatever it is, that, but it's, it's what we need in order to show them what we have. Okay, let's just figure this out. It's, it's some kind of a biological agent. We need to figure out what the biology is of it. Once I finish helping the sheriff corral this group, I want to come back to the tree and put some type of tape around it to make clear that this is a quarantine area. I don't want nobody stepping by these areas and anyone who does is liable to be taken by the police. What did that damn, uh, just real quick since we're right here, what did the damn uh, marker say on this tree, the little plaque? I, the, oh, it, just said, said the, it said the central tree, Rutland, uh, Massachusetts. Okay, I was just curious about it. Just out of shits and giggles. All right, let's go. So All right. I'll, Before well, we I'll, go, uh, 
Have we looked around to see if there's any more of them around the ground or on the tree? Well, we're by the tree right now. It's probably a good opportunity to take a look because I'd like you to have an unspoiled specimen if we can do that. And get the if reduce the danger of anybody eating it. Right. <sighs> so, uh, so I'm um, gonna get a stick and start poking. I'll do the same thing just to see in the ground the area. Okay. Um. So as you two are wandering around, uh, you're all at the tree, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We haven't went in just yet. Um, I made have sure you, to put that stuff. What did What did you do with the piece? Well, uh, I took the piece. I'm going to take the piece right now. I'm going to take it down there because we the don't piece, want to leave it near these people. Right. Exactly. Right. The piece. Yeah. Is I'll, I'll take it. Car. I'll take the. I'll Back take to the, the classroom. Piece. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, the classroom is literally you know 50 right. feet exactly. Away. So yeah, yeah. we'll yeah, we'll I'll focus on. We'll focus on finding more specimens. You just right. get that one away. Yeah. So, um, Dr. Finner and Dr. Lee, uh, you're poking around the tree. And as I say, there are a couple of other people out there that seem to be wandering about. None of them are particularly close, uh, but they're, they do seem to be wandering, completely oblivious to your presence or, or anything else. Um, do an idea roll, both of you. Idea roll. That's the same as oh, intelligence. Okay. That would or be no. what is thirty-six no, I, out of seventy-five. I got eighty out of seventy-five. I am going to spend a five luck. <laughs> okay. Uh, you're both wandering about. You're 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 looking at the snow, remnants of the snow, you're looking at places where something could have fallen. And it suddenly occurs to both of you that there are some broken branches up in that tree. Oh, no. Oh, it's growing. No. And it did sort of seem like there were these purple sap things were dribbles coming down the the tree. Down the tree, stuck in the tree. Okay. Let's Get anything that's on the floor. We need to start collecting these things that are up there. I'm gonna get a rock and throw it up. See if see if something bounces off of it in midair. Do a luck roll because it's pretty big tree. Okay. Oh, eighty, and that is not good. My luck is not that. Boy, the dice. Boil all the dice. (laughs) I was was hoping for a double zero so that I could say the rock bounces off and hits you in the head. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you don't, you can't locate it that way. Hmm. Let's let's focus on the ground first. If anything else, we'll we'll focus what's on up there after we get everything sorted. Obviously, we're gonna need a ladder, probably some sort of stick in order to poke what might be up there, and then we need to collect it somehow. But we need to get these people away from this area too, as well. So. Go, I would say, let's do a quick scan of the area, find anything on the floor. If we do, take it to the school. After you take that clean specimen to the school, I will help the sheriff and get the rest of these people sorted. Just hope there are no high winds overnight. (sighs) I think we'll be working on this all night for the good of the freaking community because there's no way I'm going to sleep well with that right there. (laughs) No. Yeah, better better whip in a pot of coffee at this (laughs) point. All right. Okay. Let's do it. Uh, Dr. Uh, McDougal, you've taken the sample back. 
Uh, do you want to go rejoin them at the tree or do you want to start doing some testing? Uh, well, I think they've got it for right now unless they need something real quick. I'm okay. going to, we need to get testing going. We need to start rolling and see if we can figure out something. Um, well, you have more of the purple goo that you had, that, 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 that you have more than you had before. And you do a couple of slides, you look at it, and the, the goo itself seems to be just some sort of viscous, um, clear liquid. However, you begin to notice that there are little structures in there. Um, can we gram stain it? Maybe we get lucky and we can actually tell it if it's a... If it's a well, this is the purple goo already. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I what you begin to notice is something that looks very much like spores in the purple color. Oh, this is fungal. <laughs> it's fungal. Oh, that's even worse if it's fungal. It's, it's the only way to get rid of it is fire and chemical. Oh, I'm not there. <laughs> I like, okay, um, I'm going to make sure and put this in a container. Is there a container we put it in to seal it so we don't have this loose? Sure, we'll say there's a trash can that you can put it in with a lid on the top. Put it in, put the lid on top, put something over it so we don't have to deal with it right now, and put do not open. Okay. Um, biohazard. You know, um, from this, is it's a spore, basically. That's what I'm looking at. It's a type of spore? Yeah. Well, you're not sure. Spores are very difficult. Sometimes they just look like little round spheres. Yep. You don't know if it's dirt or spores, but these are all regular and the same size. So pretty much sure it looked like, you know, the spores you'd see for a lot of plant species. However, well, well, plants that have spores, like, like, like ferns. And could this be, could this be like a, not like a spore, like um, jellyfish. And this is, this is me reaching here. Like jellyfish that have like little mini jellyfish break off, you know, when a jellyfish will, will um, yeah. Jellyfish or like asexual reproduction. Asexual. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Is this is this closer to an asexual reproduction? Uh, possibly. Um, yeah, it would take you a little more analysis. You'd have to do some research to see if you're because you're literally talking about billions of different species. But uh, this doesn't look like anything you've ever seen. It's very alien looking. I go, some idiot fires a rocket into the heavens and dumb now, stuff happens where it lands. Now, I should explain that rocketry at this point in time almost doesn't exist. This is, this is just experimentation. Right, but my, my character is like, he's making a leap. Like, well, right, right. The rocket may have brought whatever this is from something up higher. You know, we don't know anything about the, we know stuff about the atmosphere. We, there is testing going on, but it's still very unknown what's up there. Mm -hmm. You know, and who knows very how much, far right. it up. You know, it's, it's, I'm, I'm reaching, but I'm sitting there going, what in God's name is this? All right, let's assume this is a, and this is my character. He, he writes a couple of quick notes and he goes, he puts everything away, cleans up. He goes outside and talks to the guys real quick. Then he goes out there. All right, so you're or walking out there where they are. Mm -hmm. 
and they seem to be really interested in possibly there being something up inside the tree. I go, guys, uh, and this is me talking. This is listen, doctors. I think that this, okay, that that thing, whatever it is, this clear thing, we can't see light. It, we, it doesn't look like anything. It's clear. Right. I was like, what if, and this is a theory, I says, I got a chance to look at the stuff under a microscope. And under the microscope, they look like spores. Or they look like maybe something like a starfish or a jellyfish or something. An asexual reproduction. We could be dealing with a biological entity. And, and I look at the biologist that says, this is starting to feel more in your area. This isn't starting to feel like microbiology. This is still like straight up biology. But what if we're dealing with some kind of asexual species that we don't know anything about? Okay. What if that rocket went up into the heavens because it's experimental? This is me spitballing. I'm going out on the limb here. What if it went up there and it brought something back down? That's that's quite a that's very bad, very bad. I was like, I was like, I, I know I'm, I know I'm officially on that mad scientist kick, and I look up there. I says, "What if we go up there and we look and we find a piece of rocket head and something stuck to it?" Dear Lord, go, that, would, that would mean a lot. That would change yeah. a lot. <clears throat> I like. Okay. So let's, who wants to go up there? I'll go up there. Now it's, at this point, it's getting dark. Uh, you do notice the sheriff and a couple of deputies walking towards you guys. Okay. And uh, he sends something to the, the, the boys and uh, they look like they're going out to sort of round up the, the stray people. And he says, uh, he says, uh, you boys getting hungry? Um, I got that guy locked up. The doctor's taken. Doctor can't get near him. He's trying to. He wants to eat the doctor. Dear Lord. Uh, but uh, uh, I got uh, I got some sandwiches or something at the sheriff's office. Once again, it's just like fifty feet away. Uh, okay. It says if you uh, want to come in here, we can discuss what what's been going on. Yeah, definitely. Uh, once your crew corrals this little group, we have reason to believe that the tree. There's something in the tree. That's similar to the invisible thing that the guy was eating. So we, we hey, don't Bob, know if it's that. Bob, I want you to make sure that nobody goes near the tree. Yeah, exactly. Sure, sure. Uh, so we got to quarantine this tree. Um, we got to we the the guy who uh, the one who's ravenous. There's a good chance that he's going to go the same route as the cows in terms of that stomach explosion. I, I it's it's sad, but I don't know what else. There's a very good chance that's going to happen. That's the only. We need it. I was like. Let's, uh, let's talk about this back in my office because there's, there's yeah. people. Yeah, let's, uh, let's go. Yeah. Um, we, 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 we go back to his office real quick. I'm like, Sheriff, I says, I don't want to wait until the morning for this. We need to get some ladders, try and get up there and look and see if we can find something. All right. I'm thinking whatever that purple stuff is, is like it bleeds. Like, like you could think of it like a blood trail. We follow it back to where it's at. We pull whatever it is out. And we try to contain this as best we can. Well, you think I need to bring some other people in on this? Uh, I can call the the state police uh, in Worcester. 
We'll need to, we'll need the state police, but I also think we're going to need their medical staff more than anything else. Yes. Yeah, I, I'm thinking whatever this is is a biological contagion. I, I go, I like listen, uh, sheriff. I, I'm I don't like to tell, I don't like to like frighten people or do things. We're we do need some state personnel, some state police, but we need some medical people. We need mm -hmm. from the uh, from the um, in, um, what was it? The uh, chief medical, uh, uh, what is it? Um, like surgeon general for the state. Yeah. We, oh, need, like, people from, we need some people from the state hospital coming here and help treat these people. You're talking about Boston, but uh, I, can I, some, I can get some people from Worcester here by tomorrow morning. Yeah, and oh. that's, that'll be bare minimum, definitely be helpful. Uh, we should probably reach out to Miss Katonic and get some more scientists out here to look over uh, what we can actually solve on this. Um, uh, th this has a very big potential to get big, but if we can nip it in the bud now, it, it should we might be able to save the community from it getting any worse. All right. Well, I'll I'll get on that ASAP. So now you've gotten back to his office, and uh, he's got. How some... is his How is his bite mark? Was mm -hmm. there anything in there? Um, that they he's it? got He's got it bandaged up. I, uh, I'm like, listen. Uh, I I talked to him. I said, can we look at it real quick? And sure. Oh, sure. it's been a little bit of time here, but. If it's a contagion, you know. Well, I washed it out really well, and uh, and the doc uh, uh, put some alcohol over it. That's smarted like hell. But uh, smart well, that's generally a good says sign. He, he says he cleaned it out. He didn't see anything. But, okay. Uh, well, that's that, he told me that's that uh, humans uh, have the most filthy mouths in the animal kingdom. <laughs> they do. Yeah. So he shows it to you. Uh, do you have any kind of medical or first aid? Roll, roll I, uh, that. Whichever one's uh, better. Uh, I've got a ten percent on medicine. Well, my medicine's first eleven percent. Fifty. My... I got fifty on first aid. I'll make a shot on it. Yeah, my... say too. First aid's fifty also. Okay. Minus forty-five. I'm gonna burn these dice. I swear. Yeah. Eighty. Uh, <laughs> well, if you got Ooh. first aid and you passed. Uh, you don't see you don't see any kind of purple or infection yeah what um, about i was like the thing is is that some of the spores and stuff are probably clear so that's what worries me about this yeah you'd have to test his blood if I was yeah, like, was, yeah. so we should get blood samples from him and the guy that bit him yeah, see if we can find something just to make sure because I'd like peace of mind that this sheriff doesn't go boom. Oh, no, like did we get any blood samples from the cows? We bought uh, the cows. So you did. Sure, we did. We definitely okay. got samples. I take samples of everything. <laughs> yeah, well, we burned the cows anyway, just on the same. It'll, yeah, it'll take you a while to go part. through that. Yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll pull some blood from him and also from the other guy if possible. I have, have the doctor sedate the other guy. That's important. We, we can't rely too much on met, the scientific method in this situation because if we if, if we take too long, it's going to uh, – this can spiral. So we need to act fast. Problem is the yeah. doctor can't get too close to the guy who's in the cell. He's <sighs> non-cooperative. Right, and I wouldn't, ex I wouldn't expect sheriff, him to be. That sheriff Maybe a tranquilizer a gun. Yeah, I was like, Sheriff, this is probably a long shot. Do you have a train gun by any chance? Mm, no, nothing like that. Oh, by the way, there's that article that I uh, I was telling you about. Ah, yes, yes, yes. I remember. 
Yep, who use a Worcestershire. Yeah, this guy, this guy's like got 300 patents in real life. You know, he, he's, we might... he's the father of the modern rocket. Yeah. Why don't you read that out? Oh, I'll read it. Um, a rocket designed by prof uh, Professor Robert H. Goddard of the Clark University in his experiments to explore the upper air strata was sent through the air in an isolated part of Worcester this afternoon after like a flaming meteor with a roar heard two miles around. The noise was such that residents called police headquarters saying that an airplane was shooting along on fire. Two police ambulances scoured the area looking for victims and an airplane left Grafton Airport to aid the search. It was later learned of the experimental launch and the public has since been warned of possible future tests in the coming weeks. Experiments, the experiments marked the climax of 17 years of work by Professor Goddard to design a projectile that can penetrate the upper air regions. Professor Goddard has the financial backing of the Smithsonian Institute as well as Clark University. And that article is dated the second, which is four days ago. Okay. Um, okay, so my first thing from seeing this now is like the rocket that we saw. The rocket the, pieces are part of it, yeah. yeah. So it's one of too. So I go to the sheriff and like, let's focus on quarantine for your area. Um, we might be able to find more if we go over to this guy and see if we can get something from him in terms of what he might have been putting in these rockets. Okay. Can we call him? Uh, the f I, just as you say that, the telephone rings. And the sheriff, sheriff's office. Oh, yes, yes, ma'am. Who is this? Becky? And he looks up at you and he says, uh, he says, uh, Becky Benson. W what? Here, she says her, her papa is acting strangely. Oh no! She's, How far away? Is she she said that she. The phone line just went dead. Where is she? Oh, uh, sure. that's the that's the Benson farm. That's How far? Uh, well, about, about as far away as uh, uh, as uh, the other farm, the O'Neill farm. Uh, is it an opposite direction? No, not not really. It's kind of in between. Let's get over there. Oh yeah. <sighs> Like, okay. like in a direct line in between? Uh, yeah, possibly, yeah. Yeah, kind of. Oh, no. I go, let's, let's grab stuff. I go, Sheriff. And I was like, um, I'll bring some deputies. I look at myself, guys. Do we need to bring, bring some artillery? One of, the, uh, one of the deputies comes to the door and he says, Sheriff, these people just won't obey. We can't get him to do anything. They just keep wandering around. Sure. You want us to, 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 to tie him up? And he's like, At this oh. point, Sheriff, yes. this is, Sheriff, whatever this is, this is going to get bad. I, I don't is, know what this is. It, it's some, it could be some kind of a parasite that's been affected. It's affecting the moment. Yeah, he says, uh, he says, it's the strangest thing I've ever seen. I keep talking to him and talking to him, and they keep saying, uh, something's coming. Something's coming. I mean, something. one of them's one of one of them tried to climb the tree. Oh Jesus! We need to keep oh, them off the tree. Uh, look, let's just get. Let's go and investigate. Let's find out what's happening with Benson. Then we got to go to. Uh, I want to look at, at Guarded uh, Goddard's area and see if what he what the hell he's been releasing. Yeah, well, but that was in Worcester, sir. That's a couple of hours away. That's not an hour. It's uh, what maybe an hour away. Yeah. 
That's yeah, it actually like, actually Goddard's in Auburn, but uh, yeah, but he did his test in Worcestershire four days ago. I go, you see uh, my character. You see my character go. He just does this. He goes, Cheryl. I was like, I don't normally tell people to do stuff that is technically illegal, but for these people's own safety, you need to arrest them, put them in a jail cell or put them in a room or somewhere else and don't put them in that tree and we're going to go check out that other farm and God, I hope somebody's alive and not dead. I wouldn't even say illegal. They're a danger to themselves and others. And mm -hmm. I said, and if any of them exist, love them. I don't mean to say bad things to you, Sheriff, and please forgive me for doing this. But whatever this is, it's a biological hazard. The and phone rings again. Uh, he picks up the phone and he says, Oh, yes, Miss Brewster. What's wrong? Your husband's acting strangely. Oh, shit. Said, was he down here by the tree this afternoon? He was. Oh, you see my character go. Everybody that was, everybody that was around the screen needs to get police stuff. We can't, we can't contain this ourselves. We need to deal with the bigger issue. Heck yeah, let's go check that damn tree. That I was like, uh, Sheriff, you're gonna have to deputize some people, make some things happen. Call the state police. They may not be here tomorrow, but tell them they need to be here quick and get some more doctors and stuff. And actually, he looks around. He looks at the guys. Well, this is getting way out of hand. Uh, let me make a couple of phone calls. All right. Get the state Let's... police out here. Now, hey, can... guys, can I get five minutes here? i got to check on something sure. real quick. All right. Um, so we'll get back into it. Yeah, let's um, go check that tree out. All right. So uh, a number of other phone calls come in. Uh, yeah, some we're... people in town are acting very strangely. Right. Um, Whatever this is, it's it's about to get out of hand. We need to get into this. Um, we need to go check out the tree, see whatever it is, and pull it off. Maybe it'll give us some answers. Maybe it won't. That's what bothers me. Uh, the biggest problem with the tree at the moment is that it's in the dark. Mm -hmm. Let's get some lights. You know, get get some uh, big flashlights and stuff. Maybe a couple of torches. You know, I, I know it's it's dangerous to put a fire next to a tree, but let's get some lights. Uh, is there a general store nearby, right? Well, yeah, the, sure the sheriff's office should have some lights, too. Oh, uh, yeah, he's, he's got a couple of flashlights. Yeah. Fortunately, 1926, 1926 flashlights are not the best flashlights. Yeah. No. Well, what we can also do is we can bring the truck, pull the truck up in there, and, or, you know, get a vehicle up close to it and use the lights from the truck. Delta to see a little better. You know, yeah. it's on a hill, so we can actually angle it a little bit. It's, yeah, that's definitely. Um, that way, we'll at least have some light. Now, what about sure what, what about the Benson farm? I go. Somebody ought to go out there. Well, the sheriff has to go out there. It's. I was like, guys, how about this? Um, I'll go with the sheriff. Um, well, actually, we might go with the sheriff and all three of us go check it out. Have these guys quarantine this off. Yeah. Um, and no one touches the damn tree till we get back. Yeah. Everyone stays the hell away from it. People get thrown into the hooskow because this is all we need. Yep. And all right. Jason also, I mean, my character also tells the sheriff, he's like, listen, sheriff, 
the uh, guy that's in the um, and he, he points to the, the guy that's right, but he says um, he's in the this uh, area. He says, "Don't ever people get close to him." He does like the cows. He's going to become a projectile. I don't like to tell people that, and I hate to be bad about this, but he's in a like a in a corner part where he's not going to do much damage to the building, right? You know where. And I go, I hate to be bad about this, Sheriff. Please forgive me for doing this. But it's just, right. there's... Well, he posts one of his deputies next to the tree. Don't let anybody near the tree. Uh-huh. Um, he gets into his car, and yeah, we'll uh, you guys going to follow him yeah. out to the bench. We'll follow him out to the bench yeah. farm. All right. As you approach the Benson farm, There are a couple of odd things. You notice a couple of other trucks parked other on the farm. Trucks. Yeah. Like what trucks? Like uh, farmer's trucks. Okay. Parked nearby. Okay. And uh, you notice you notice light coming from inside the barn. Um, but uh, uh, the lights are off in the house. I go, why don't we check the barn first and then check the house and I'll tell the sheriff, I says, Sheriff, I don't know what's going on in the house, but let's check the barn first to satisfy curiosity right. and then check the house because, to be honest with you, I have a really bad feeling about this. And I suggest we, uh, we approach slowly. Uh, yeah. He says, uh, any of you know how to handle a shotgun? Sorry, he has... Hands you the shotgun out of the back of his car. If, if you have an extra pistol, I could probably help. Well, I got two. You take one, I'll take one. Gotcha. That's got to put quite a kick on it, so we'll be careful. Do. Gotcha. Yeah, this is his character. He loves this. He checks the shotgun. Make sure it's good to go. He goes, no, last time I used one of these was in... Hmm. Wasn't there again? Hmm. I mean, it's not like the old. It's not like my old one. Well, that, that trench clear was a good gun. <laughs> so kind of So as you are approaching the barn, before you get to where you can see inside, um, you hear a, a, a truck in the distance pulling up towards the farm, and. You see somebody get somebody park their their truck uh, and get out of their their truck and start walking towards the barn. Uh, it's dark enough that they don't notice you there. Um, but uh, do a spot hidden for me. Four. Oh, nice. Oh, I'm and that is. 57 regular success. No, no, yeah. I, I flunked that one. I got an 80. Extreme. Okay. Extreme, nice. Um, so, Dr. Dr. Lee and Dr. Finner, uh, you seem to notice the way this guy is walking, that he looks like he might be carrying something. But you don't see anything he's carrying. Oh, no. He's got one of those things in his hand. <laughs> I look at the sheriff, though. And he's like, he's like, what do we do? Uh, uh, we got to see what's going on. Something weird is going on. 
And this this guy just casually walks into the barn. Follow quietly. Quietly, yeah. Follow quietly. I want to see what he's Very doing. Much. All right. As you approach the barn, you notice there are four people inside, and they seem to be hunkered down on the ground, and they're eating something. Oh, Jesus. Oh, no. But do a spot hidden for me. Spot hidden. Oh, oh, that's better. 43. Nice. I passed that one. Oh, eight. 55. And my spot hidden is 60. So I passed. All three of you pass. Uh, Dr. Far- uh, Dr. Finner did better. Extreme. Dr. Finner, <laughs> well, uh, Dr. Dr. McDougal and Dr. Lee, as you are there, you see them hunkered over something obviously invisible that they are consuming. Um, But you also notice that there are a couple of bodies lying on the ground just inside the barn door. And Dr. Finner you notice that it looks like a woman and a little girl and they have been partially consumed also Jesus. um like probably the farmer's wife and daughter i go you see me look at the guys i go look at the sheriff does the sheriff you know so you can see him i was like i think we're beyond taking we're gonna put these people in. Are you okay with this, Sheriff? Because he points at the bodies. He's he's like that's that's Benson's wife and daughter. That's Becky. Yeah, they eat. They just ate them before they're eating whatever that is. I don't understand what's going on. I. He looks like he's in shock. I go, I look at the gentleman, I go, John, how do you want to play this? I mean, it's clearly they're already dead, correct? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was like, these things, the ravenous makes them cannibals. We got to kill them. The uh, sheriff suddenly jumps up and starts going forward with his shotgun like this. I was like, wait, 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 wait. Maybe we could just lock the barn and burn it down. Uh, well, he, he hasn't listened. He's, no. he's, he seems to be in shock. Uh, and he steps forward and he says, uh, he says, gentlemen, like this. And when he does, all four of them look up at him and you can see they're, they're ravenous and they suddenly jump up and start moving towards him. And he just at that point, I'll come behind him to help him out. <laughs> yeah, we're going to all be in jail. Be in jail together. Well, he leaded. <laughs> yeah, we can always say he was, he's a sheriff, so. He's a law. Oh, wow. That's nice. Ooh, that's My arm's dirty. I got a 20. That's awesome. No, actually, it was a zero zero two. That's ridiculously awesome. Okay. And I got a 41 to miss. All right. Okay. 
Well, I would say that without too much trouble, um, because these things at this point seem to be mindless uh, or one-minded, you managed to pick them all off. And they don't have any kind of magical abilities to regenerate. They just drop to the ground. He blows the head off of one of them. And he's like, "Ah." says, we need to state troopers. I've, I've already called them, but you know, it's going to be an hour. They might not even come until the morning. Says, what the hell is going on here? I go, you, you, see, you see my character, he looks, uh, he looks over at the sheriff, the sheriff. I said, I'm a pretty intelligent man. I don't have an effing clue right now. But if we don't get to the bottom of this, this is just the beginning. I go, okay, real quick, can we get some blood? I know we blew the hell out of these guys, but can we get some blood samples from them? Maybe we can figure out what's in here. We shot one of them's head open. Maybe there's a parasite or something. Shit could happen. We can do cursory examinations, like nothing in depth, just looking at them. Can I look at the brain to see if anything's changed? Because being a biologist, I would know what a normal brain looks like. Um... On the inside, they have lots of purple goo. Oh. Oh. Uh, this isn't a... Now, the, I, the, the things they were eating, they're the standard side we've seen, or is this bigger? You can't tell, because it's invisible. I mean, uh, even with the purple blood, there's, there's stains, but there seems to be a mound of, of bits and pieces or parts or something has been collected that I'll grab like a rake or a pitchfork or something that's nearby the farm which I'm sure will be there and I'll just kind of like start feeling out to see how high this thing is or like for whatever the case may be is it little pieces worth well you're not sure there seems to be a number of large pieces more than what you'd expect some larger than what you you had they also don't seem they don't all seem to be tentacly um I mean when you're poking at it but the most odd thing is um, when you're poking at it with the pitchfork, you don't seem to be penetrating it. Hmm. Even though you're, you're kind of poking at it pretty hard. Yeah. It seems to be really tough. None of you have hmm. actually touched it physically with your hands, but it gives like you're poking a couch or a sofa, but at the same time, it doesn't, it doesn't seem to pop or, give way I have I have uh, a use use the pistol see if you can blow a hole in it that might tell us something else because a pitchfork's not able to penetrate maybe need to apply one on the force to it I have a gut feeling about something why I'm gonna walk over to one of the 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 creature uh, the the humans you know whatever ravenous the ravenous ones Uh uh-huh Whichever one did not have its head blown off. So from the other, okay. I know one of them was. But one of them, I take the pitchfork and I kind of just want to do like a feeling around the head. You know what I mean? Like to see if there's any sort of thing or body attached to the head. Okay. Uh, there doesn't seem to be anything like that. Okay. Hmm. Okay, well, let's say whatever this is. It's odd. It's they're 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 oh, driven they're driven they're driven to consume this thing, and easily coming from the elm tree. Is it coming from other trees? Did these all come from the the main center tree, or is this from other trees in the area? 
<clears throat> and what, what if is... that rocket burst in the air and it just rained these things down? Right. Yes. It, it might. And then it, to me, what begs the question is, why are they driven to uh. eat them? Because to me, that would tell me something's already in their system, in their blood, telling them to eat them. Everybody do a listen. Listen. Hmm. I listen, no. Nope, failure. 36. Nice. Failure. 30. 37. Can I spend two luck? Sure. Sure. All right. Uh, that would be pass then. Those of you who passed, you start to notice um, sort of a buzzing noise. Um, it, at first, it, it's almost like tinnitus, that sort of ringing in your ears. Um, but very quickly, it's, it's a distinctive sort of buzzing noise, almost like an electrical generator. Um, I mean, not like a motor, but, but like something buzzing. And it Is seems it to be coming from outside. Let's look for it. Let's follow the sound. Maybe we'll get lucky. I'm going to glance out and look. As you step through the barn doors and you're looking out, it's dark now. Um, you're pretty sure at this point you're looking back towards the O'Neill farm. And there seems to be light. Like a lot of it coming from somewhere on the O'Neill farm. It's like there's something on the ground that's shining up into the sky. Of course, this is the age of electricity, but this is elect electrical light like you see nowadays. I mean, it's... Oh, wow. It's not something, something we would see back. Right. And it looks like it's in it the direction of the field think. where the, uh, the scorching was. Mm -hmm. Let's check it out. Yeah. 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 Uh, I was like, uh, Sheriff, we'll leave you to look over anything else, but we're going to check out what's going on at this. All right. And, Sheriff uh, seems to be a little out of it just because he's... Doesn't yeah, of course. Yeah. Sheriff, uh, uh, you, see, you see one of the characters. I hey, Sheriff. I was like, um, never had the shooting anyone, have you? No. Never had anything like that. I need to... Uh, I'm going to go in their house and use their phone and... Uh, Sheriff. Call the office. Sheriff, be cautious. There could be more of them in there. Don't do anything. You just be cautious. I don't want you to get hurt at this point. Oh, I don't and, know what the hell's going on here, but. Well, I don't know. Nothing, what's going nothing's on. ever happened out here before. Well, that's the problem. Nothing should happen, but it is. You see him walking off to the guys. He says, let's go find whatever the hell this is. Let's get this figured out. Because whatever this is, is officially getting stupid. All right. I got, you see him walking, he's like, guys, you think he was in the hard dealings, dealing with other gas and chemical and craziness. So you hop in your car, and you head down the road. It's not that far. Uh, get back to the O'Neill farm. And it's almost un, un, un understandable. You're looking out into the field, and it's like there's floodlights in the middle of the field, but there's no floodlights. There's just light coming from that scorched spot, and it's, it's pretty damn bright and very white. 
not like an incandescent light, but very, very white, white light. I reload um, the I reload the shotgun real quick, make sure it's loaded and I'm gone. Guys, I don't know what that is, but let's exercise caution. Do we still hear that buzzing sound? Yeah, it's here? louder. It's it's really obvious now. It almost uh, sounds like electricity. Yeah. All right, hmm. let's let's move up and see what this is. Yeah. And be good. careful. You approach to within, let's say, 50 or 60 feet of it. Um, and you can see that there is, you can sort of see, it's still 50 feet away, that there seems to be a circle on the ground that's glowing. And it seems to be getting brighter and brighter and brighter as you're looking. And it, it finally gets to the point where you can almost not look directly at it without right. it hurting your eyes yeah um there is a moment when that light suddenly seems to all flow into the middle and coalesce and there is a huge thunderclap of noise and the light's gone and what is there is about 15 feet high and about 20 or 30 feet across and it seems to be all bubbles and eyes and tentacles. Oh. And it seems to be glowing slightly. And uh, it just immediately begins flowing towards the road. Uh, you can all do sanity rolls. Sanity. Yes. Oh, thank God. I got oh, a 51 success. Regular success. So you all succeeded? Yes. Yeah. I think that you all should do it. You should all still do a 1d6. 1d6. Oh, yeah, because we've seen this. Three. I got a two. I got a six. I got a seven. Oh, yeah. I got a three. Dr. Dr. Finner, Dr. Finner, do a 1d8. 1d8. All right. One. Oh. Do a 1d10. 1d10. Hold on. Oh, no. Seven. All right. So uh, you guys are all standing there. Dr. Finner, uh, you you open your mouth to scream. And this thing is so hideous and so monstrous that you just completely pass out and drop to the ground. (laughs) And you guys are, are standing there next to him, and he's dropped to the ground. But... You guys are horrified by this thing uh, that seems to flow along like a gigantic amoeba. Um, And (sighs) wherever it goes, it's just, there's nothing but dirt uh, in its wake. And it bashes through the fence and it starts moving quickly down the road towards the town. All right, let's go check the house. I think think we... found the source. There's a, there's a terrible smell, too. I've been down to Dr. Fender. Uh, hey, man, wake up. Hey. Get, we we got to go get this thing. He is, he is completely <laughs> out of it. it. I was like, let's, let's pick him up, put him in the car. I look around and go... I look around and I was like... Dr. Fender, you're out for seven rounds. 
how like uh, let's extract him to say put him put him in the cargo. Need some explosives. Jesus Christ. We need some bone stick here. What kind of bone stick are we going to be able to use? Is he heading toward the town? It's yep. heading toward the town? Yeah, it's okay. first, and it's as, as wide as the road. Oh, I, I'm, you, see, you, see my, you see my character look at a shotgun. He says, we need a bigger gun. Well, the doctor, Dr. McDougal, you've only seen things like, you know what this is. You know this is like some kind of amoeba thing. Um, it's a macrophage. It's, it's some sort of microorganism grown to a, an incredible size. At least that's, okay, how, that's your first impression. How would I kill it? That my, my character looks around and goes, how would I kill the damn thing? I, I, I don't, I know it's something, it's something bad, whatever it is. So if it's an amoeba, what, what kind of, could I poison it? Could I hit it with something that would drop it like a hammer? Well, like an insecticide. Or, a, or an antiseptic or an alcohol or, I mean, that would kill an amoeba. Yeah. Alcohol, alcohol, alcohol. I don't suppose you guys. It's prohibition, though. <laughs> it is prohibition. <laughs> it's, also no, no. A, it's also a rural town. <laughs> yeah, that's a royal. Yeah. I, I look around and go, alcohol. An industrial, uh, industrial alcohol. Industrial alcohol. Are you guys um, following it? I go at a distance. You're following it in your car? Yeah, okay. we get in the car. I go, did anybody see a place where the, the general store <coughs> it might have enough industrial alcohol for um, alcohol during this time frame? The doctor's doctor's office. He put it on the sheriff's bite. The sheriff's bite probably killed it. You need a lot of it for this damn thing. Uh, I was like, we go by, can we get the sheriff real quick? Because he might be able to help us find a large thing of alcohol. Sure. I think we should. Because that might be what helps kill us off. If it's an amoeba, if it's like what I'm looking at, then perhaps that's how we could treat the other stuff, is use alcohol base to kill it off. Um, we're just going to have to poison it and douse the area. Okay, we need to we need to make something happen and quick. So let's go get the sheriff and let's tell him what we need some alcohol, lots of it. All right. Something flammable burns too. That'd be nice too if the alcohol could burn. Um, when you go back to the uh, back to the uh, Benson farm, uh -huh. uh, the barn is on fire, and uh, you see the sheriff there. Uh, with his arms akimbo, you know, like this, uh, staring at it. it while it burns. Yeah. And uh, he sees you guys pull up, and he just looks over at you and just is like, you, you see me go, um, I walk up, I'm like, Sheriff, I think we found part of the contagion. It's an amoeba that's like 15 feet long, and that's a microorganism that's like ridiculously big and Gonna tell you up front. I can't even begin to explain how it exists. I need a large amount of alcohol to get rid of this. Like at this point, we all need a large amount of alcohol. No, 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 no. Like the alcohol that's used, the doctor I, used. To I, I called back into town. 
Mm-hmm. And one of my deputies is barricaded inside the the sheriff's office. And he says there are people outside trying to eat everything in sight. Oh, no. He says it's like a zombie apocalypse. Although he probably wouldn't use that term in the no, in he six. <laughs> uh, I, but we did. I was like, Sheriff, we need, we need something. I don't suppose you guys by any chance have a National Guard on your Nobody nearby. Sure. We need it's something like, to burn. You said, you said something about alcohol. It's a yeah. dry county where there's no there's no alcohol. No, no, no. People like, probably have it sn- snickered away in their houses, but no, I'm I talking about like industrial alcohol. Like we're all uh, farmer farmers out here, we don't have much in the way. We got gasoline. Well, then we're going to use gasoline. We'll burn it. It's all in town, and that's where we're going to go. And I hate to say it, Sheriff, we might have to shoot a few people here. Now, um, this is a farm. There's no gas pump here for like the tractor or whatever. Well, I don't know. Well, we can look around real quick. I don't know how that would work, actually. Well, if it was, if it was, see, sometimes in farms, I grew up on a farm, is that you can buy gasoline from a farm. They sell a certain type of gasoline to farms. Gasoline or diesel. It's actually got a different color than normal gasoline. Because they, they don't have pay tanks? taxes on it. Yeah, they, they have, have an above. Yeah, they have an under, underground tank. Well, it'd be underground or above ground. It depends. All right, well, I'll accept that. Maybe there's gasoline here. So Yeah. Sure. My grandpa had a one on his dairy farm. Yeah, I mean. We'll discuss that there. after this because I'm really interested now. I want to know about <laughs> this. Yeah. Well, Interesting well, plot device. Um, all right. So you managed to get yourself, what, a uh, couple of 10-gallon, 5-gallon, 10-gallon things of it. Mm-hmm. And you start back in, into town. And as you begin to approach the town, you notice fire light coming from inside the town. There are some buildings on fire at this point. I got a wash. Maybe somebody had the right idea for us. All right, let's go. This All right. All right, you, let's go. As you as you drive along and you pull into uh start to pull into the town, you also start to notice damage on houses and damage on buildings that looks like something tore them open. The amoeba. The amoeba this did. night just keeps getting better and better. Look, yeah. No, welcome to the game. Still knocked out, right? <laughs> no, he's probably awake. Maybe. By now, you're Still probably around. waking up, but you're disoriented. Okay. You, you see him look back and goes, hey, dog. Time to go, thief. What uh, the hell was that? Welcome um, back. An amoeba, I'm sorry to say. About 15 feet uh, long. Amoebas are small. And I was like, Not this. I was like, let's, let's throw that out the window right now, guys. <laughs> I was like, I don't, I can't even begin to explain it. I just know we have to kill it. I think I know why the sheriff has not turned into anything or did anything because it was treated with alcohol on the wound. So we need to either burn this stuff or put enough alcohol 
to destroy this stuff. But what's with all the holes everywhere? It looks like something's been breaking out of stuff. Well, that's because the amoeba is tearing into the town clock. It, it's in town already? Yeah, it's in we've town. been following it, yeah. How are we, how do we, how we going to stop this? We're going to use fire. Kill with fire. Throw, we're going to, we're going to, um, it's like we're going to use Where is gasoline? it? What's it then go? Where is it going? You don't think it's a tree, do you? Yeah, actually, I think. Probably. They were all looking for something. I think what it is, is this thing is going to consume whatever it is and disappear. But if not, we should destroy it anyway, just because shit, whatever it is, it's in our world. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, as we go go into town, what do we find? Are people laid out in the street? Is this... Well, as you move into town, the path of destruction is fairly obvious. Mm. So finding this thing is not going to be hard. Um, You do notice there are a few people here and there that are screaming, they're upset. Uh, There's a woman in her front yard who's on her hands and knees and she's just, she's screaming as if She's lost someone. It, people are hysterical that you do. This, this thing probably rolled through and ate, ate people as it went. It's an amoeba. That's exactly what it does. I saw that thing ice cream too. And you, like I say, you can see where it's moved because every it's scoured clean. There is nothing but dirt it's wherever it went. It. Maybe it's eating these things. I'm almost tempted to let it eat the stuff, but another time. Okay, let's follow. All right. Uh, it definitely wends its way through town and heads towards the central tree. <sighs> can we get ahead of it? Sure. I mean, you can try. Why don't you do what? a luck roll? Whoever, who's doing the drive roll? Or, or uh, somebody can do a drive roll. Who's doing? I roll? must. I must have been knocked out in the back, so it wasn't me. Yeah. Okay. Probably well, using my car though. <laughs> okay. Oh, drive automobile. Okay, it's kind of a plane. Shit gonna happen. Okay. Oh my god, who is driving my car? <laughs> oh, well, got a four. Okay. Okay. So you're racing through town. Um, so you're watching the road. Uh, Dr. Fenner and Dr. Lee do spot hiddens. Spot hidden. 57. Now, 40 uh, success. 60. Regular success. Regular. Okay. Regular for me. So, Dr. McDougal is trying to get uh, ahead. Uh, and you can see that this, this path has sort of gone in and out and around in the town. Um, and as you're going, you see the thing uh, up ahead, but you're on, you're on uh, another uh, the road. So you're kind of going to be passing the thing. As you pass it, and you can see that it's, it, it's, it's got long tentacles and, and appendages and things, and that it's picking things up and depositing them in huge gaping mouths that it's got all over it. It seems to have rudimentary eyeballs all over it. And you notice that there are people 
standing in the road ahead of it, just standing there, and it's grabbing them and pulling them in and eating them as it's going. So you guys can once again do the sanity rolls. Uh, Dr. McDougal, you're staring at the road. You don't need to. Thank God for once I got the road. Yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, Dr. Martin, uh, Dr. <laughs> Dr. Finner, uh, do a 1D, 1D4. 1D4. Oh, no. Let's no. get four. I want to go for four. Let's go for four. Holy crap. Damn it. I should have shut my mouth. Four. Get a four. <laughs> All right. So Finner just suddenly starts yelling in the back seat <laughs> as, as you're driving. He's going, they're just letting it eat them. Move out the way. I go, I go, I said, oh, God, I think we can use this. Let's get in front of them, and let's use the gasoline like canisters as it drives up, and we blow them up. The canisters will ignite from gunfire. We drop a canister off next to one of those people. You know, that, that's the plan he comes up to. That way it will explode and start burning the thing. It's eating people. Yeah, pretty much. Um, that's kind of cold-hearted, I know, but I'm at the point that we're just going right. to get rid of it. I grab, I grab Frank. I'm like, why aren't they moving? <laughs> I don't know. All right. So you get it far enough ahead, and you know that it's coming in this direction, and you see uh, uh, a woman standing in the road, and you definitely see the, the, the signs of infection mm-hmm. on her, but she's just she's just standing there muttering something as she's sort of moving back and forth, waiting for it. Um, yeah. How close are you going to get? Um, I'm going to come up behind her and put the gas cans behind her. Okay. You know. Do a listen to me. Six. Oh shit! I heard all of it. Okay, it's here. She's, she's like, yeah, it's here, it's here. We have it. We have it. Take it, take it. It's yours. Take it. Yeah, I'm gonna get him all of it. Okay, I'm back up. All right. And I go. I tell the sheriff. I says, when it rolls over her, we all shoot right. the cans and blow it to hell and gone. All right. And then we use the rest of the fire to get rid of it. All right, so uh, the thing is wending back and forth, and it's consuming people. People seem to be just giving themselves to it. Yeah, because they ate it. I was like, oh, I wish I had yeah. some dynamite too. That would have been nice. Oh, well. That might have actually been something you might have found. Uh, yeah, I was going to ask you, man, because people have to blow those... stumps out of the ground when they're. Right, we didn't find any dynamite when we walked through. We no, didn't we didn't think of it, so. Yeah, no, future. SOL. <laughs> well, the gas cans should at least catch it on fire and should stop it cold, and then we can throw the other cans on it, and hopefully it blows it upside down. We'll just douse it with gasoline and get rid of it. Fire okay. it we, can make some mo- we can make some Molotov cocktails and just throw it at the ground in front of it so that it mm. splashes on them. We'll see. All right. 
<sighs> so the thing begins to move towards you, and you see that it's coming, and it's moving rather rapidly as it's going. Um, uh, it's just about to the woman, and she hasn't flinched. Yeah, I've already figured that out. And you know that in just another moment, it's going to flow over her and over the gas can. What do you do? We have one moment. How close are you to? Oh, no, we, we got away mm. from this. We're like about kind of far. 30 feet away. That's not, yeah. you know, off to, That's not very off far. That's not very far for an explosion. Yeah, yeah. Let's go 50 feet. We use the vehicle as part of a cover. We're actually taking aim at the canisters, you know. All right. All right. Uh, we'll say that it has reached the, the woman. It's flowed over her, and it's it's just touching the gas can. That's when we fire. All right. Um, do uh, firearms. What are you What are you firing? The shotgun. The shotgun. Mm -hmm. so, right. so what's what I had in hand he's probably right. firing a pistol and whatever can All I right. take a shot with the pistol sure here. 37 can I spend 7 luck to make that a success yes you can alright now you're going to have to do this one man I got a 59 what's <laughs> the damage oh, well if it hits it hits right I mean if the whole thing is to get it exploding right right um you hit the can. Uh, you're not sure whether it's your shot or his shot, but you know they both uh, both guns go off, and there is suddenly a tremendous boom, and everything lights up, and gasoline goes, flaming gasoline goes everywhere, including all over this creature. And uh, there's smoke, and you guys, the the heat blast from it, you know, hits you. Yeah. And uh, you guys kind of back up, and you can see that there's just this huge flaming like a big okay. pile of Mass. pile of flaming <laughs> garbage um let's see i don't have that let's see what the damage for this explosion would be it's two 10 gallon cans so yeah okay you see the explosion and for a moment you know you're just sort of you're, you're dazzled. And then all of a sudden you see the flaming mass start inching forward towards you again. And this thing emerges from the flames. Uh, parts of it are burning because it's got gasoline on it. But it doesn't seem to have slowed it down much. Oh, shit. And it's heading straight towards you. Let's, let's get in run. the... Uh... Let's get in the, the truck and drive and see if it well, follows us. We can, we've got a couple more cans of gas in the back. We can toss so, it off and use them as fire weapons. Here's my thing. Um, you want to run, you want to run it with the, run into it with a vehicle? Well, what I was going to say is if it's still headed to the tree, maybe we can get to the tree first and blow it up or put it on fire. I don't know. You want to blow up a tree. I mean, you know, hitting it with a vehicle is not a bad idea. Just put a rag down into the gas tank, light it on fire, and jam something in the accelerator and make it go. It's like a rolling bomb. Yeah, let's hit it. Let's let's do that. 
That might sound shitty, but let's do that. Let's see if that works. All right. So you're going to ring up your car or somebody else's car? Do we have a car nearby? Nearby? There are cars all over the place. Yeah. Let's let's use let's use one of the let's use one of the other cars real quick. You know. Hope they start. Yeah, you'll have to. I don't know if you have to hotwire a car in the 1920s. Um, probably, um, probably not that hard. Yeah. Um, what would it be? Mechanical? It would be mechanical. Uh, Unless you do it with mechanical or electrical. Mechanical repair. Well, yeah. I've, got, I've got a 10. Or if you do an Me extreme too. luck, you find somebody who's left their keys in the car. Actually, I take that all back because this is a rural community. Everybody leaves their keys in the car. Yep, that's true. <laughs> I've lived my in grand- such a place. <laughs> my, my grandpa, my yeah. grandpa did that for years. He even leave it in the tractor. Yeah. Ow. Yeah, we'll do that. All right. So you find a car, and you're going to rig it up. Mm-hmm. And we'll say that you rig it up. Uh, are you going to put the gasoline in there? Yeah. Might so as well. And are you going to light the gasoline on fire first and then launch the car? I was thinking of putting a rag in the gas tank, like sticking out of the gas tank like a fuse no, no, or we'll, wick. We'll put, a, we'll, put the, we'll put the rag in the gas cans and okay. send it that way. It'll be a lot closer than we want it to be, but it'll be better. Yeah, you know, it'll be yeah. close, but yeah. I would we'll agree. Put the gas, yeah, we'll put the gas tanks in the vehicle. That way it'll magnify the bomb blast. You know? All right. All right. And we'll do that. And it should, the gas tank of the vehicle itself should go off too, so that should help with the secondary. All right. Uh, who has the, 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 the most luck right now? Uh, um, I, I have 47. 51. I got about 48. 51. Right. So, uh, Dr. Finner, you do a luck roll. Luck roll it is. I shit you not, it came out to 51. <laughs> right. So, the, you, you set the car up with the thing. You like the, you like the rag. Uh, you you let the truck go, <clears throat> and for a moment you think that the the, the car is just going to veer off to the side, uh, but it sort of bumps into something and veers back towards the the creature, and it slams into the creature, doing about thirty five miles an hour, top speed, and uh, uh, it hits the creature, and the creature sort of reacts to it and begins to flow over it, and the car goes off like a bomb, nice like a fire bomb. Uh, and you think you see some pieces of this sort of fly off in the explosion. Um, but but it's still coming. It keeps coming. It's, it continues to oh, flow over no. the car. Let's go to that tree. The only thing right. I can figure out is it's trying to police up everything here. Maybe we should just let it eat the All tree. Right. No, I'm, we're burning that tree. I don't want it to get to whatever it's trying to get to. Do you want to burn an elm? An elm that's been around for 200, I mean, 100 and something years? If it's trying to get there, unless there's something in up there that we keep, we know that's up there that it's trying to get to. It's trying to get to something. Well, there's Let's a sample in the school, too. 
Well, if it did it tear out the school? The school? Well, it's not there yet. All right. Okay. So you're a couple of minutes ahead of it. You get to the tree. Um, you notice as you are pulling into the area that there are people at the sheriff's office uh, pounding on the doors. Like they're trying to get in. Um, and they're all ravenous. You're, you're, you're leaving the, the giant amoeba behind and you're coming into the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> what do we do, guys? Can we get it? I, 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 I want to lean more towards your idea about the alcohol. Um, there's got to be somebody who has moonshine sitting somewhere. We can try and throw it at it or something. Oh, well, we got to shoot these guys to get through them. So let's do that. All right. I guess we're going to have to. I hate killing all these people, but no, they're already dead at this point. Just over time. Um, you also notice that uh, there are a number of people in the field next to the tree on their knees like before, eating something that's not there. Um, you can also see that there are broken branches now in the tree itself. I guess that is... I think we should burn the tree. And you can hear that thing coming down the road towards you guys. You know what? Just give me one Molotov cocktail, and I'm just going to throw it at the tree. If it catches, it catches. Yeah, that whatever's in the trees already now. You can see my character doing it. All these people who came to help and they're, they're all going to die. We got nothing. We just used a car bomb and a gas can. That's what I'm saying. We were limited in what we can do. The creature is coming down the road towards you all. Know, can I? Can I? Can I make a Molotov cocktail real quick? Sure. And sure. Get ready to chuck it out. Sure. Well, let's throw it over. Most people are already dead anyway, so we're trying to. All right. Uh, making a throw roll, right? Right. I'm not too great at throw, but I'll but I'll spend luck if I need to. Nice, seventeen. Okay. <laughs> Just made it. <laughs> you you hit the tree right on the side. Your Molotov explodes. Uh, the tree bursts into flame. Uh, the people next to it get hit by some of the collateral splashing. They burst into flame, and they don't stop eating whatever they're doing. Oh God. Um, <sighs> the tree starts burning. And the yeah. thing, the thing is almost to this point. Uh, as the thing starts to come towards the sheriff's office, all of the people that are there stop pounding on the door and walk out into the middle of the street and just stand there waiting. They get eaten by it, uh, and it flows over them. Like, now, while uh, while it's doing that, joy. let's get into the department because if. If it if the tree thing doesn't work, I'm I'm sure they have some sort of alcohol that's been grabbed because of you know people using Moonshine, it. Moonshine, yeah. Moonshine. Yeah. Let's just go in there, get it, and if we need to, we'll throw it at it to see if it does something. I just want to see a reaction that isn't. I'm gonna continue overflow. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, you have to kind of skirt your way around the thing. Right. Um, and hopefully it won't come at you, but it doesn't seem to. You scoot, your, you get close to the buildings and you move your way towards the sheriff's office as it flows over the people in front of the sheriff's office heading for the tree. Um, you get to the sheriff's office, but the doors are locked. 
you can tell the lights are on and there's somebody inside, uh, probably the deputy. Yeah, I'm like, deputy, open! Deputy, open! <clears throat> I ain't gonna open. You guys are crazy. I was like, it's, I was like, it's a have, have anyone, Have anyone out here actually spoken to you or had any banging mindlessly? Good point. And, Let me uh, in. <laughs> and he, he opens the door and he lets you in. But I'd like you to do a spot hidden. Before. You're actually looking back because you're scared of the... Success. Regular success. Thing. Yeah. I get an 11. Regular success. Five. You <sighs> see the thing flow towards the tree. You see the people that were on the ground there just suddenly stand up. And the thing hits them, picks them up, sucks them inside. It flows up and over the tree and around the tree. I mean, a second. Um, and you see, you see the tree sort of shimmer and just sort of collapse as mm. it seems to be dissolved inside mm. this thing. And then the thing turns towards the school and it starts heading straight towards where your lab, what, your lab it's is. Why the, it's oh, where the material. Hi, no. guys. It's it wants, material. It wants all the material. I was like, at this point, I'm tempted to let it have it. Well, while we're inside, I'm going to ask the deputy. I'm like, deputy, please tell me you confiscated some moonshine from someone. Well, actually, yeah. There's like 10 gallons back here. Whoosh. I go run right towards it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's grab that and use that for a little bit of a little bit of dousing. On that thing. You can hear the sound of the school being demolished. Like there was a tractor knocking it down. That guy that was inside the inside here, right? He's still in here, right? What? The guy yeah. that we put away, he's still in here. Yeah, he's, he's still in the cell. Let's use him to get to that thing. Okay. But what are we going to, how do you want to go about doing it? Um, Here's a good question. He's still um, cuffed. He's, he's still cuffed. Is he still cuffed? No. Yeah, okay. Um, so he, he was ravenous, but these things, when this thing comes close, it stops being it. So he right. may be docile. Well, even at the moment, he's he's just he's ravenous. Right. Oh, uh, he's okay. Is he still ravenous? Yeah. No, he's, well, he looks that way, but he's just he's rocking docile. back and forth. So he's saying it's here. It's here. It's now. Um, how do we want to go about doing this? Because I actually have an idea. Uh, this thing is is just rolling over people, or is it picking them up? Both. Yeah. Both. Okay. Uh, hey guys, give me a second. Go I gotta move something. Okay. It's okay. We're going over. I mean, we're quite a bit over. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Quite a bit. Yeah. Sometimes these two-hour games turn into four-hour games. But okay. let's hope that. <laughs> yeah. I think it's exciting. I think some of the things you guys are doing have prolonged the game, which is an interesting thing because yeah. the times I've run it before, it, it lasted right about two hours. But oh, okay. oh wow. Hmm. Um, that's only because people didn't do the thing, same things you're doing. They did a lot less. Oh, okay. Maybe we're just doing two. <laughs> no, I think it's fun. cool. It, it makes the story way more interesting. Oh, okay. Okay, um, I'm back. I'm sorry, my dogs were howling to go outside. That's okay. All right. Yeah. So, 
so my my thing is my question is going to be is if 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 this thing picks the guy up like and, and it's a 50 50 chance i'd assume it's just one of those things where it's like if we can put like the open alcohol strap it onto him when he gets taken up it can spill on the creature but that's the only thing i'm thinking unless you guys have something better off actually why don't we give it to him and tape it to him you know wrap, wrap it around him real quick well yeah. my issue my issue is we're not trying to explode the alcohol we're trying to pour it onto him right no let him ingest it when okay. he wraps around and breaks it off inside it'll break apart we leave the top open so it'll spill off when the thing takes it into okay. it okay that works and he'll wouldn't hurt turn. dumping some on him too yeah okay so that's that sounds we'll good then all right that's the plan We'll take him out into the street. We'll dump alcohol on him real quick. I we'll try to find, up. like, a duffel bag and hang it around a guy and just, like, put the alcohol in there if that's what's going to work. Okay. All right, you're going to put him out in the street? Yeah. Yeah, I know that sounds cold-hearted, but at this point, we got to do something. All right. Is he, is, is he completely docile already at this point? Well, you haven't opened up the case, but his, his hands are oh, okay. tied behind his back. And he doesn't seem to be responding. He's just he's just repeating the yeah. same words over and over let's, again. Let's give it yeah, a shot. Yeah. You get the feeling actually if you open up the the bars to the mm-hmm. the, the jail cell, he suddenly acts like he wants to get outside. No, oh, okay, yeah. gotcha. He wants to get oh, out yeah. into the middle of the street. So yeah, we need to equip him with everything now so he can go right back out there. He might go run right to it. Okay. No, he'll probably walk to the street and then stop and wait for the thing to show up. Yeah. Okay. Let's do that. Let's open so up. Let he, he struggles a bit, but you manage to secure enough things of alcohol to him. Gotcha. Okay. All right. And yeah, if you let him go, he just walks out into the middle of the street. And after a few minutes, you can see the the smoke and fire rising from the... Uh, the school um, and the thing is sort of pulling itself out of the rubble and uh, immediately begins, it begins turning back in the street and heading towards the guy. Um, uh, it doesn't take long and it, it reaches out one of its long tendrils and it picks him up and you see it sort of pick him up and dangle him in the air for a moment and a big mouth suddenly opens and drops him into the mouth and it closes and there's a squishing sound as it bites down onto him. And it just continues down the road back the way that it came. Oh. So that did absolutely nothing. It seems like it did absolutely nothing. Let's follow it back to where it goes. Let's right. see where it goes. Because at this point, I think he's cleaning up whatever the hell this is. Well, all right. So okay. if so you... Go ahead. Well, let's just, for the sake of brevity, you don't really interfere with it. Okay. Mm-hmm. It goes past where it came from. It goes all the way back to the barn. It basically cleans up the ashes and the garbage at the barn. And then it heads back towards that field, uh, back to the place where it started. There's a bright light and it suddenly is gone. <sighs> and as you're standing there, and you can see the, the, the fire from the town burning in the distance, and you can see the fire from the barn, and you can see all that. You suddenly hear sirens as the uh, state police are arriving. 
And that's the end of our story. <laughs> I don't know how we're going to explain that. It's like, hi, everybody in town is gone. Uh, where are yeah. the deputy? The deputy can corroborate our story. <laughs> the tree is the least of their worries. All right. So what happened? I think you got real. You you came extremely close to understanding it. Um, Goddard had been testing his rockets. Uh-huh. What none of us know is that the elder things from Antarctica have been studying people for quite some time, and one of them, uh, in in its invisible mode, was hovering above the town. Uh, observing its people when the rocket accidentally hit it and tore it to pieces. And part of it fell into the tree and part of it splashed on the ground and part of it landed near the cows. And the thing immediately began to give off spores. And the spores were designed by the elder things themselves so that if anything was infected with them, it would collect the pieces of its downed comrade and put right. them all into a single place. Okay. And if they, couldn't, if they couldn't carry it, they would eat it um, just to get it all in a central location. And then the elder things would send a Shoggoth to uh, come pick up the, the pieces of the evidence. Okay. That's, that's what happened. You guys were caught in the middle of it. <laughs> wow. We did, we, wow. Did every, we did everything but freaking take a, a rifle. To, we we, uh, we needed a tank around her explosive. A Shoggoth is pretty yeah. hard to take if that's the case. I didn't the even. Shoggoth, the Shoggoth has 60, where is it? 63 hit points. Mm. Um, oh my. I, I rolled for your first explosion and did 30 points, but it says that fire damage only does half. So you oh, only shit. did uh, you only did fifteen points of damage to it, and the alcohol, and then the second one you only get, you managed ten points of damage to it. So it, <laughs> you yeah. theoretically could have eventually killed it, but but that would have taken a while. And a lot unfortunately, more if you had killed it, then the elder thing's response would be to send another one to clean up the mess. <laughs> well, well, maybe we got lucky and we got rid of it. So we don't. We didn't get anything out of it. It, it basically left left no evidence, and there's a lot of missing people. Yeah, and yeah. there's a lot of insane people from having witnessed it. Wow. Well, there's just, all right. You know what? There's <laughs> no way we can explain this. We, we we come back and we're just gonna go. We don't know what happened. We just know. You know what we'll do? We'll tell them that the people dissolved. It's some kind of virus. It's some kind of thing that destroyed it, and the fire was us destroying the people. That had been affected by because of the spread. You might not have to tell anybody anything. Just get the hell out of there. Yeah, I'm at the point. Yeah. We should just See, the only the only thing I would say is that at least at Miss Katonic's point of view, they knew they just sent us there. Yeah. It's like, oh, you you came back. Oh, the news says the town has been destroyed. What happened? We weren't we weren't there. That's how that's how I'm going to tell. Never it. made We're it. Just gonna get the hell out of here. <laughs> we were there. We were bringing some samples back. We didn't know anything about it. That's all we're going to do. All right. Well, let me go up and ahead and finish. We can talk afterwards. Our players included Mike Kyle, Jason Thomas, and Jesse Aponte. 
uh, with yours truly as a keeper of the secrets. We're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved with the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel, and punch that bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck, good gaming. Thank you.